show coming from the rec store Bet this back in the mac in the back flow Let's go chillin' with raccoons by the back door Take all so you can stake more All I wanna do is making door right But I found this crew and doing alright We wreck will bitch ready to fight So many raccoons ready for the boss life I might fly high like a kite, right? But always ready for a shite for the right prize. Raccoon supply has the right price. Giving you respect if it's likewise. So I'm buying all the mean guys with the clean heart. Read between lies, laser bean through lean eyes. Larry or with clean lies, trash mouth, mean smile, be wise. NFT wise, fuck with these guys. It's the rack lab from the back lab. 100 NFTs in my backpack. Crazy rack pack from the stash app Rack will take a lead in this haystack Good morning Rack FM Today is Saturday the 14th of October 2023 And this, oh you're too kind This is your favorite crypto entertaining news comedy laugh clown show I'm Finn. I'm not on this episode because I'm probably sleeping, but that's all right. We got Robo. We got Bruce. We got Lil Gaines and a whole bunch of clowns on board for this episode. Over to you, Robo. Have a good show. Oh, he's Gaines. Gaines, you've just missed me dropping a little sample of fucking track two. But uh, holy fuck. Now we've got a listener and I've never even DM. Let me DM a few people, guys. Sorry. I'm going to say this right here, right now. Track fucking three. Finn's just not holding back. I mean, holy fuck. Gaines, this kid is kind of like vibing at the minute, Finn. He's kind of like loving the success and blah, blah. But track three, even for my standards, is dark as fuck. He went there. People piss Finn off. So Finn went there. Like, holy fuck. Like, nobody wants to be... Even I'm in his uh, Discord, and I'm like, Finn, maybe, you know, track three, maybe, like, do we calm it down? But, like, nah, I don't, I don't want to be that guy. I want to be the guy that says, like, Finn, holy fuck, did you go there? And he's like, yeah, I did. Got a problem? And I'm like, nah, bro, I haven't got a problem with that. Like, it, like it's. I'm not going to say it's needed. I'm not going to say it's deserved. Or shout out, Porra bro. Eh... Uh, I'm not going to say it's needed. I'm not going to say it's like it's warranted. I'm going to say, like, you get what you fucking deserve in this life. Dinner come on pork. A fucking ugly... Like, you shouldn't be fucking porking raccoons to start with. Like, have the people not learned, man? The fucking raccoons have got rabies and shit. But now you went and took on pork, the fucking raccoons, didn't you? And now you've got fucking rabies all over your fucking... Oh, he's, he's fucking kangaroo. I'll tell you what, fucking Rue was just on fire today, man. Honestly, I can sit back in the hammock with a mojito and listen to Rama fucking just rabbiting about fucking concentrated liquidity all day long. Like, he's a real little... Come on, all of your chads, didn't it? Just let me fucking talk like this. But truthfully, I'm going to say this right here, right now. Finn, Finn's went to a place on this next track. That, like... I'm gonna, um, I'm not gonna fucking hide away and not support me fucking mate and shit like that. But like, just trust me, the third track that will be dropping in 13 days, if we get this timing right, if we, if this works, this plan, this 
four tracks, 40 days, blah, blah, blah. I'm just telling you guys, listen, he went hard. And I feel sorry for like, I personally, right now, right here, feel sorry for Wolfman. Like, bro, you, you put your lackey on us. You sent your little attack dog. And then you forgot we had Finn. And he's basically written an entire track around your crack. And uh, I, I wouldn't want to be you right now. I really wouldn't. Seriously. The shit that's going to come out, right? I hope we can just keep Stargaze buzzing for the next uh, the next month and a half, like with some party vibes. And I, I think this is what's really required very, very quickly. Is, is that Bruce having problems? Bruce is fucking... What's going on with Bruce? Jumping in and out. Can you not, can you not, not come up and speak now? I keep getting a message to say, Bruce has requested that he's gone. He's requested that he's gone. Anybody else say Bruce or not? No. You probably didn't want to say Bruce. He's a right ugly cunt anyway, isn't he? Let's be fair. I mean, he, he didn't... He wasn't fucking blessed with the uh, the looks of the... Uh, the you just can see... I'm getting thumbs up here. You just can see him or what? Hey, can anybody hear Robo? Can you not hear me? Hello? Hey, hey, I hear you, Bruce. Um, Robo, hey, Robo's just I'm here, but he's not talking. I can't see Bruce. No, no. But can you hear me? Can you I hear me? I'll I'm jump here. out and back in. I'll yeah. jump out and back in. I, I hear Robo. <laughs> I'm fucking with him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I heard him too. Fucking cunt. Anyway, while he's gone, um, uh, why is the space record? I don't know, man. I think a Robo likes to live, live his life on the edge, man. Well, maybe just got like this big wet dream of fucking getting canceled, so he can start ranting for real and how fucking a misery it is and how. What a victim he is for people's cancellation. You know how it gets, right? Yep, yep. I didn't do anything. I just said, and we should have a public conversation. Well, well, well. Exactly. Anyway. Coffee, man. Time for some coffee. We. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go for some coffee. I'm about I'm about that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really go out, Robo? Oh, dude, I've, I've missed everything, but I can see is now, like, Twitter's been rugged hot. No, no, Twitter's been rugged hot up there. Uh, are you all right, Bruce? Are you, are you doing there? all right, son? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for asking, man. I'm just just trying to salvage my shitcoin pre-sale adventures from last night, so... So yeah. I just want to make, doing some clowning. I just want to make this really clear about what I'm about to say. I want to pre-warn everybody, like even me being involved in this shit. Like, listen, a lavish life. Finn takes a little bit of a change. The thing is, we should be able to drop this track today, but obviously we haven't. We haven't even got art for track two. Like Finn's ahead of the game. Holy fuck! When this, I mean. This shouldn't be delayed. We should be able to like have, have some art and be able to drop this. Like, like we should be paying fucking artists to be like I'm, I'm being able to be able to just work for us and pump this shit out. Cause holy fuck, Finns. I be, I've just listened, I think, about probably about 15 times, right? In the last like couple hours to Lavish Life, trying to pick up on everything. And when I got it, I'm like, he, he went there. He actually went really went there. And it's like, guys. 
it takes a bit of a dark turn. That's all I'm saying. Like, and I think this is. I don't think. Oh, go on. So, Robo, I don't think most people grasp the depths of uh, of Finn's lyrics. So the and the nuances. It's so fucking deep. Not deep in like so spiritual deep, but the references and the meaning and the the thoughts he put in 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 the wording and the phrasing and the fucking pronunciation even. It's just very, very impressive. But Robo, before we so go too deep into no, no, all this, Bruce, I, wanna, Bruce, I, I, I wanted to ask you, Bruce, how are you doing? Wait, I, I'm fine. I'm, I'm, I'll, tell, I'll tell you about Robo in a minute, but I'm fine. Uh, Bruce, listen, I'm going to say this to you. I got Eminem, Ja Rule vibes. Like, that's how, like, that's the degree of what I, I mean. Finn has literally cut a track that just like, if I was Wolfman, if I was Owlies, I'd probably leave the industry right now. Like it's it's pretty fucking bad. Like, but it's like I, it's taken me like forty eight hours to like really like understand. And I'm like, holy fuck, he's actually like done this, hasn't he? Oh my god, are we gonna go there live on Stargaze? Are we gonna do this? I mean, it's it's mad. Like uh, to to <laughs> even <clears throat> put it this way, when Robo's on a space and he's like, wow, your man went hard. Trust me. Your man's gone proper high. He hasn't held back like, and it's it's bouncing. It's like the like the thing is, if it was a shit tune or a shit rap or anything else, you'd like you'd be able to say, "Well, are you mugging yourself off like because you get your shit?" But nah, bro. I'm telling you, when this comes out, this is going to cause so much controversy, man. Worse than clowns. Anyway, Bruce, what were you saying again? Uh, where's Rama? Get every cunt in. Is that, is that the one? Are you fin- From the Genesis, we've been sweating its excellence. Set the sentiment up by the bar inside the basket. Your audio's terrible. Your fucking audio quality. God damn it. Oh, every time, I mean, Gaines, hasn't he, Bruce, got the worst audio quality of anyone on Twitter Spaces I think right you're now? Right? Because for me, it was crystal clear. Uh, it's better than your mic. You can play. You can keep playing, Bruce. You're, talk- you're talking shit now. Like he's talking absolutely proper rugged. Me, this is the clown fucking vibe. See, you cannot trust anyone. Never trust a clown, man. Yeah, it was pretty bad. It was really bad, Bruce. It wasn't too too bad, but it it's better with. <laughs> God damn it, I was so happy. Like, for one moment, I was smiling, and I was like, oh, my God, yes. Little victories. Oh, look, speaking of, speaking of the clowns, look, me. Ah, the clowns is the... Holy up. shit, don't let him up. Nah, shout it's out. Recorded. Shout out, you know something? Mays up here, clowns is up here, Cedric's hey, up here. I'll tell you what. Hey, lads, how are you? Counter, counter culture. We are the fucking counter. I tell you what, clowns and racks fit hand in glove all day fucking long, right? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I figured you, you guys, uh, uh, you're the the crazy side of uh, cosmos, so I figured you, you guys like it. <laughs> well, I, I honestly believe that. I think we're just like we like the outrage, yeah. so we, we buy them. You know, we might retweet or whatever, but we're not like out there like, oh, you know, blah, blah. This is like, and then people rage tweet and we're like, oh, 
what are we doing? Are we triggering people? Okay, let's go. I, I, I'm just out there having a ton of fun, to be honest. <laughs> just shit posting away and uh, yeah, spinning up a few new Twitter accounts and LARPing away. <laughs> Bro, nothing wrong with that. Not, nothing wrong at all. Just having a bit of crack for the culture, man. It's good. We needed it, to be honest. I know it's getting fucking dull and boring. So just one quick uh, question, Cedric. Is it true that you live in Spermville? I do live in Spermville. Uh, so is that a sticky living situation or how do you get by? Yeah, you, if, if you come, you, you'll stick around. I'll promise you. <laughs> Who the fuck is this guy? I don't know. Do you know? <laughs> <laughs> is this the first time I've spoken to you in a space, Cedric? I uh, might be. I think so. Uh, been a while since I've spoken to to, to anyone. <laughs> Gain, Gains really don't remember. You no, don't remember. I have Gains. a slight, slight like Alzheimer's thing going on, so I forget things. Did you catch up from? Did you catch up from Robo? Did you catch up from Uncle Elroy? Yeah, yeah, yeah it had to be. Is there a shrimp connection with these clowns? I'm just trying to figure out who. What's the connect? I mean, I I think it's wait, wait until they go to Polygon. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna FOMO when they go to Polygon. And they... <laughs> <laughs> shut, shut up. <laughs> Tragic. They're on wait. The premium on Tragic Eden next week. <laughs> Fucking Tragic Eden. Liz, Please man. Please no. Anyway, the clowns are hilarious. Um, but I'm just, there seems to be a little bit of a Kuji connection. Maybe, maybe it's, I, I, I'm definitely getting the vibe that they're anti Cosmos cartel. For sure. But it is a good, it is a good commentary on, the state of the ecosystem, I would say. Isn't for me personally, when, when I came in, like in Kujira, in the, like in the way beginning when they became the L1, I had the, the clown in my name. And uh, the way I made a name for myself and the validator early on was just spamming memes and making sticker packs and being like the, the clown in, in the community. So uh, I I did have way back like a clown uh, PFP uh, on, on Telegram. So for me personally, I I love them for the sake of being clowns, and they're made by uh, awesome uh, <laughs> awesome artists. So uh, so yeah, uh, I love them, and I I shield them in Shrimp Gang, and a few of the guys took off with it. So I don't know if it's specifically Kuji, but we adopted it early. Can I say that? Yeah, I. If you guys listened to that, uh, was the spaces yesterday with the big brains. You know, they were talking about how there's like hardly any users. There, you know, they're we built. They built out all this great tech, and you know, they were talking about the distribution problem. Anyways, but I was listening to that space for a while, and then I was listening to the the whale space last night, unrecorded. And there is just like they are in need of users and the ones, the people that are still left, as many of us that are here, it's like they're looking for culture. They're looking for, for people that 
you know, want to use this great tech, but I think using it in, in a way that you can enjoy and have fun, that there's nothing wrong with that. So um, I, I really think it's, it's, it's an interesting project and it's, it's something to, uh, you know, it, it's the same as the Don Romilio. Mia, Mia, can we all agree? Mia, you said something at the beginning. Can we all agree? None of us like the cartel. Let's be fair. None of us. Yeah. Yeah, because I think that they've realized that, I mean, even it, listening to that space yesterday, they've realized that sectioning off certain parts of the ecosystem and not working well and trying to get all these chains to work synchronous to try to work together, it's caused so much division. It has not benefited the ecosystem. The cartel has pushed certain chains to the side. And I think Kajira is a, a, a clear example of great tech. The guys just keep building, they're building, but they've got no support from the, what, what do you want to call it? ICF, informal or whatever. It's like, when, and then, you know, they were talking about some of the problems with the ecosystem. And then, you know, you bend over backwards to bring a DYD. Can I just stop you there? Can I just stop you there? Go ahead. I just want to say that, like, Kujira never asked for any help from them either, right? Just so, uh, uh, don't, don't get me wrong, but like, uh, they, they always set out to build with the Cosmos SDK, but they never uh, really felt that they needed anyone's help. Do you know what I mean? They, they early, um, like uh, as some of the community members are uh, um, uh, EVM whales or like uh, Ethereum whales, and are building liquidity that way and more like looking for opportunities outside cosmos and of course we, we are part of cosmos and we have building uh, atom liquidity we're supporting stars all we can i seriously i've been so uh, uh um, yeah i've been fighting for stars in, in kajira for a long time uh, the, the, my point is that uh, uh it, it's a two-way street right kajira never asked for any help so it's only obvious that they won't receive any, right? Get my well, point? I mean, the, the conversation in the, the, the space yesterday was, you know, business development, business development, BD, BD. We need to bend over backwards to bring builders and, de and developers into the ecosystem. So, I, but I get what you're saying. And I agree that Kajira has been heads, de heads down, just building. I know there was the, the whole closed source, open open source, closed source issue long time ago with Mr. Jacob um, and Kajira. But anyways, I just think it's interesting where, where they are, where they are now, where where the in, where the where the the bigger brains of the ecosystem are right now in realizing what they built and where it is right now. We before we bring the clown wheel, which is like the wheel, Don Kryptonian. Before we bring them in. Can we just pay a little bit of respect and say that Soy2 did an amazing job last night? And I did comment, and he, he commented on my fucking tweet. Like, I said, you know, what do you do when you're the lowest IQ person in the room? Right? You, you direct traffic. Shout out Soy for being able to manage you know, some alpha personality, some like he did. So yeah. he did exceptionally well last night. So shout out our mate, Don Kryptonium. 
Welcome, you clown whale motherfucker. What's going on, Don? Are we destroying the ecosystem today? Oh, I don't know. Uh, but there is uh, this new collection, you know, many people were, uh, I, I, it seems you guys like it. Shut uh, up. Seriously, you know, are you going to play that spiel? Yeah, I think that, they, as I said before, I think the art is very ugly, uh, you know, but so is the alive sometimes, right? Uh, it's, it's not always beautiful and it's really sad because I spoke to this boy who, who made the art, right? It's a very young boy from Alabama. His name is Jason. And, you know, I, I had to calm him down a little bit because he was really disappointed because he felt he, you know, regardless if people like this art or not, uh, but he was pouring down the emotions on these pieces of the NFT, trying to express himself, you know, because he felt he, he could never really express himself in traditional words, his artistic soul. And he went on and, you know, he's still underage actually. And, and he went on and expressed himself uh, via these NFTs, and then the Stargaze decided to censor his collection, and he he didn't take it lightly. So uh, I hope we can show some support for a uh, for a little Jason. That's uh, that's done. That's what we're doing here today. And I just want to say for everybody listening, Don lives in Hong Kong, which is basically a fucking island of hills. In Hong Kong, you're either walking up a fucking hill or you're walking fucking down a hill. Well, I'm, right? actually, I'm actually in Poland. I'm in Poland now. I, I came, uh, came like uh, 10 days ago or something like that. I came for like four weeks. Um, I'm leaving in two weeks. I came to visit a family and I, t- I came to, to take a rest from, from Hong Kong, from the constant background noise. You sound like you're hunting like wolves or something. You sound like you get. No, I'm walking, and I I usually walk really fast. I think, um, I'm walking to my friends. Nothing to do today. You know, it's rainy, so the the bad part is like it's it's gray. I think Europe overall is gray. Uh, I feel the sun is brighter in Hong Kong despite this all of these buildings, and it was raining today. So I'm I'm going now to my friend. We. We're gonna drive to sauna, you know. Damn man, you know how much is the sauna? Thirty-five Polish, which is, which is like, let me tell you, it's like eight dollars. Can you imagine? It's just a sauna, like it's it's a public sauna, nothing nothing more. It's not like nice place. It's like eight dollars to enter. Absolute insanity. <laughs> Complete disrespect Bro. to the people. Bro, you know, also I mean. Tomorrow, Tomorrow there is election, you know, in Poland. Um, so it it happened. I came for the election. I might vote. Um, we'll see. But it's very interesting, you know. It's uh, a lot of propaganda. Don, Don, Don Poland, Poland is making waves right now with this immigration stuff. I mean, sh- can I can I can I please like without anybody getting angry, without Robo getting cancelled or Rakafem getting cancelled? Please don't cancel me. Poland is making fucking waves right now. They're standing up and saying, no, we're not going to have open, porous fucking borders with all these millions of fucking Mali and wherever else they're coming from, all these terrorists coming into fucking Europe. 
Poland is actually alongside Hungary. And you might want to call them far right and you might want to be a prick. But understand that just by protecting their own country, their own people, what Poland is doing right now for the world is extremely important, Don, by the way. I just want to highlight that. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, obviously, but you know, it's, it's more nuanced thing. So, so what is happening is like, uh, Belarus is usually using the, um, which is at Iraq or Afghanistan, you know, they, they try. So, so what happens and it's been like for over a year now. Uh, so what happens, they, they take the, they take the people that from there, offer them a ticket to European Union. They fly them to uh, to Belarus, and then they transport them and dump them on the border, uh, and and those those people, you know, start fighting on the border. So it's it's essentially the use of the uh, of of the Lukashenko regime and also like Putin to trying to disrupt the union. So you know, it's it's different case when you have just like regular immigration, maybe or. Uh, refugee wave, but this is this is actually like this situation, you know. So 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 that's for one. But I think I guess I don't know because you know Poland is like border of the the eastern border of European Union. I don't know, like maybe any other country would would do the same, uh, you know. So that that's the fight, and and they kind of like and and Poland is against the allocations of the of the refugees that land in European Union. You know, so Poland doesn't want to do it, but but you know, like uh, being Polish, uh, I feel there is sometimes more information you can get. Um, so so to give you an example, yeah, Poland fights that allocation of refugees, let's say, and the illegal immigration. Because, but at the same time, in the government, you have massive scandal because two hundred thousand uh, visas were sold on the black market in Africa and Asia. <laughs> Right, and the people were involved from the government, so, uh, like, and, and that that news doesn't Don, go that international Don, anymore, right? Don, there's even no, no, there's even bigger drama than that. We can go back to like what 2018, 2019, when your president sacked all the uh, Supreme Court judges. Uh, like, you didn't, the yeah, president yeah. Like so, 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 you know, like, uh, uh. I'm I'm quite I'm trying to be like more like seeing like not on the sides of politics but a lot of corruption so yeah that's true in 2019 you know the new government that many people like because it's more conservative maybe it seems it's it's popular to be conservative now you know but uh, uh yeah a few years ago a lot of judges were like um uh, were replaced, which is which is the problem, right? Uh, the Pol- Poland is very like fifty-fifty. You know, there is like two dominant parties, and they usually w- fight for majority. Uh, so now, as this party ruling has majority, you know, they are replacing the people in the national TV, for example. There is one channel that belongs to the to national TV. It becomes very one-sided. Uh, but other things, you know, this scandal with the visas now, it, it happened like a few weeks ago, 200,000 visas sold on the black market. And you don't know who were these people. But they are they're in Poland, but it was apparently easy in Africa. You could purchase the Polish working visa for like $1,500 or something like that. 
Uh, dude, dude, have you seen? No, have you seen some of the interviews with like some of the border force people on the southern border in America who were like willing to speak up on camera? They've been seeing that up to like fifty yeah, percent on weight. They've been seeing up to fifty percent of the people that've been like capturing are African, Indian, Chinese. Like people are pouring into America yeah. like never before. Yeah, so I'm I'm saying like you know on one side you have like maybe the good news, but also like the on the other side there's a lot of fuck ups of the of the government, the same government that trying to do the right thing. Uh, but the other thing which is very ridiculous now, I'm not sure how many Europeans uh, in Poland for last month we have a petrol twenty percent cheaper than anywhere in Europe. So Germans come to Poland for the petrol. People from Czech Republic coming to Poland for the petrol. Right, and no one knows how. How is it possible? Because the the prices of of oil is going up, and Poland has like the the, the so now it's like one twenty euro in Poland for one liter of petrol. Everyone wonders uh, how is it possible, and it's possible because there's elections happening tomorrow. So for the last month, Poland had to have cheap petrol, right? So they're probably selling this. Uh, they manipulate uh, price, flooding the market from the national reserves. So it's like funny thing, you know. And but those things are like only like maybe Polish people will notice. So everyone is laughing like uh, that after tomorrow. Tomorrow, the price of petrol gonna go up by a lot. Don, Don, uh, do you see do you see any similarities between the Hungarian administration and the Polish? Because I, I do. I see really strong like uh, nationalism. Yeah. You know. I think Hungary is maybe even worse, right? Like, uh, I'm I'm not saying that bad because I uh, I think it's very important. Like, wait, you know, Don, wait, what do you mean by worse? Do you mean nationalistic? Is that what we're talking here? Nationalistic, no, like, right? I, I don't want to say because I think, like, uh, you know, maybe patriotism or, like, because being against illegal immigration today is viewed as the nationalistic. I don't think it's nationalistic, right? So... One would say those are good things, um, but the issue is when there is uh, some companies or maybe uh, national right when the politics start when 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 one party is too long in power, uh, they might start you know politicizing a lot of factors of the nation and that is dangerous and i think the hungary went a lot with that so you know orban you know i i do think like hungary like has some like propaganda you know that deals with russia and stuff like this uh so it's not that like hungary is all that beautiful that's my belief even like i could tell you like when it comes to like politics maybe i'm more conservative but i see the certain like propagandas that happen right so uh, I'm not saying that the right wing is bad, but there is some issues happening the longer the one party is in power. Uh, and I think Hungary has those those problems, you know, like, uh, you know, you, you see Hungary of like, hey, Hungary fights the illegal immigration or so. But let's speak about Hungary having the highest inflation of all European Union. OK. Uh, <laughs> So um, there, there are certain. It's not that Hungary doesn't face issues, okay, um, and it doesn't mean that that they uh, 
who is prime minister or president doesn't do mistakes, as I think there is a lot, and there is probably a lot of propaganda coming from that side as well. And Poland suffered from that too. So my belief is, for example, I like how it happens in US, and I like for my own government when it changes every four years or every eight years, because my belief is you need to ensure that the government will never be too long in power to do anything. Uh, you want to ensure that the governments just keep changing because then nev- nothing gets done and then people can actually work on things, you know? More, um, no, no, more, more, important, more important than that is like just to what extent is like federal overreach. So, you know, I'm a big fan of like devolution. Uh, I'm like, I mean, decentralization is the thing with governance, right? In the real world, that's what we're all trying to achieve. Like, like y- y- we, the people, always have to keep these people, like, you know, accountable. But yeah. the more power they have, like, in a centralized place, the worse, the more. Yeah, so I, I, I think, that, like, the, like, that's what I'm trying to explain. Because in the U.S., you have, like, massive, like, uh, private sector, right? Uh, Poland is, uh, you know, free economy. But there is a couple companies where, let's say, 50% of them belongs to the government. Okay, and that that was in opposition to the country like uh, Ukraine and some others, which in nineties when the communism ended, they quickly privatized, but they privatized it towards their friends. So Poland didn't take that strategy because there was like corruption and they didn't privatize. It, it was slow privatization, but for example, the large you mean you mean Don you mean state owned enterprises? Sorry, just yes, get the yes, term, yes. terminology. It's partially state owned. So, like, I give you the example of the largest company in um, in Central East Europe is a company called Orlen. It's 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 Polish company. It's also dominant petrol company in Czech Republic, in Lithuania, as I believe. It has presence in Germany. It's fifty percent owned by the uh, by the Polish government. So when the government gets elected in Poland, the president on this enterprise is usually affiliated with the winning party. And for for quite a few years, right now, this law and justice party was in power, and president of this enterprise is person strongly affiliated and loyal to this party. Okay, and this is why the manipulation of petrol prices is possible, for example. But that's not good thing. Okay, right? So, and and usually when government changes, usually a lot of people lose the jobs. The new people are replaced. Um, the other is, for example, a uh, company KGHM, which is uh, one of the largest, if not the largest, uh, Cooper companies and Silver. It's actually near me. It's also largely owned state enterprise. And this president is also affiliated to political party. And, you know, that, that always invites some of the corruption, like... Uh, I'm I'm not sure how much is that gossip, but lately someone who works there like telling me that every two months the 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 directory of the company changes. So they hire them for two months, fire them, and as they fire them, they get package, leaving package, and new person coming, right? Like so if if too long one party goes, this kind of hands of the party goes feather and feather 
into enterprise. So, for example, I'm wishing right now for the government to change because, you know, like I, I think this this um, this price is 20 percent below the European prices of petrol. It's like it's scary. It's a little overreaching. Um, and this doesn't really happen in U.S., you know, like it's usually European countries are more like nuanced. Um, and, you know, like I, I imagine Hungary has even bigger problem. You know, Orban has massive power there and they have probably a lot of reach in a lot of companies, in a lot of media there and, and, and stuff like this. I'm not sure if that makes any sense. You know. Oh, it does. It does all day. It does all day. And I would like to say to people that, guy, what's your mic, Don? What's your mic, uh, guys? You know, when Don talks about fuel, and I'm not shitting you, you just want to go and investigate if you like. Don't know about uh, Nigeria and about fuel subsidies and about scams and about like, like literally, like if you want to know anything about the power power of fuel or the power of control over fuel and its price, just go and investigate Nigeria, then come back and have a conversation because you'll be like, holy fuck, I didn't even think this like this existed in the world today. Like there's there's countries that almost keep like people like as slaves over fucking fuel. Uh Nigeria is a very, very interesting concept. But yeah, Don, it's like it's, there's a few things you can, you know leverage over the public uh, fuel being obviously one of the major ones right I'm, yeah I'm, and you know like everyone knows that it's weird like it's it's not that people are stupid but they're like la everyone is laughing and everyone knows that the price of the fuel is gonna grow after elections right uh so to compare imagine in uk like if bp i'm not not sure if if if, if uk government has the stake in the bp but imagine the elections approaching and the and the leading party, you know, like trying to win the public and suddenly you get 20% cheaper petrol in, in UK and people would be like, yeah, hey, it's cool, but something is not right here, right? Um oh, bro, bro, it's, I mean it's it's populist. Obviously, the thing is it's yeah. populist, right? But yeah, just I, been... I think a lot of Europe is like very populistic, you know, like uh Italy's a great example, not Italy's as populist as it comes. Yeah, yeah. So, like, as I said, I, I, I always say to people when they ask me, like, what's your politics? I'm saying, I don't know. I think you can define me as conservative because, for example, I think the low taxes are very nice, right? And I don't care what other people do. But that's like, so that's, that's usually how you d describe person as conservative. Um, you see, Don, Don, he, hear me out then. Hear me out when you're talking about this, right? So, I grew up, right, in the northeast of England. Yeah, I was born in 1976. I was like six, seven years old by the time the miners' strikes occurred in the UK, which was like when my father and people, like, you know, the people he worked with, just normal people, were fighting police in the street. And I mean, raging battles. If you go and look at the miners' strikes of 1982, 1984, uh, we had no salary in my house, no income for two years. I lived off hand-me-down Christmas presents for two years. I didn't know the difference. I was like six years old and we were going through a, you know, a crazy time. But like, if you, if you, like, people, hardship is something that like old people like me that have like lived through or just been through so many times. Like, this is old fucking news, all of it. Like, 
like government leverage yeah, you say, you say not the of the of the toucher closing the mining right up all the up north yeah, yeah. i mean that that kill i mean i was lucky my dad was an electrical engineer that opened his own shop and business did very well but holy fuck i mean we were crushed beyond people have no idea what margaret thatcher like did like us like i mean we went from the having good lives to being a fucking wasteland overnight and i'm talking like it took decades to get out of that shit and we're still we're still not out of it it's fucking awful bro that's why i that's why i can't live there that's why i have to live in somewhere like thailand where it's a different story right they don't give a flying fuck here man they're like it's it's a different ball game altogether like they'll 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 not they're, they're willing to be ruled in public but they're not willing to be ruled in private and that's all i'll say about ties like god bless the fuckers well um yeah like i i learned when i was in uk up north you know that people really hate the the, the people up north are very uh pro how to is the pro... don, don, I miss me point don i miss me point sorry bro i miss me point what i'm saying is i grew up i grew up in this like left like anarchy, Labour Party, like hardcore strike, like life, right? And now at this age, I am fucking just just to the right of centre right. Why? Because the political landscape has changed underneath my feet. Sorry, dude, I, I got sidetracked. My fucking belief system, what I've been like ingrained upon me, right and wrong, and the, you know the judo Christian framework, and society has changed my political views haven't changed so yeah you, you might want to call me far right for some views but i'll tell you what chris rock sums it up like when it comes to prostitution you know i'm a liberal when it comes to fucking like you know gun control then i might be conservative like it's like really weird like but bro we haven't changed i think as people i haven't for like you know 40 odd years the political landscape is like shifted underneath us where like the left has gone far left and like what was center right is now like you know mid left and like far right is now center right and you're like well wait a minute what's going on it's it's kind of but i i admire what hungary are doing poland are doing especially in the eu standing up and saying no more we're not going to take this you can't enforce your quarters on us and I think this is because I'm watching, I must watch 10 videos a day of boatloads of guys, nay women, nay children, skies, all in their like early 20s to mid 20s, gone into England and then getting put up in these fucking resorts. Like it's an embarrassment. Europe right now, except for places like Poland and Hungary, Europe right now is one of the biggest embarrassments and it's becoming one of the biggest like tinder kegs you can never imagine in history you've already seen what's happening like paris and that we've already seen the riots he's got no idea one trigger europe can be on fire and i mean you're talking sweden because they've got a lot of refugees uh you're talking fucking the uk for fun by the way uh, you'd, and I'm, I'm not talking about any particular i'm not saying it's afghanis or the you've got somalians you've got malians you've got the afghanis you've got this it is guys like crazy as fuck what's actually really happening right now and you know what msm reports on five percent if that and then you get the diluted version like i'm i'm telling you i'm saying 10 
per day different videos of boats going over from fucking Europe into England, 10, 15, 20, 35, like these boats are packed. They're all fucking dressed in Levi's and all they've all got phones and taking videos. And I'm like, whoa, bro, wait a minute. You ain't a refugee. Like what's happening? There's there's like Europe right now. I would not fucking live in Europe for a fucking $10 million. And I just, I, I, I'd rather, and this is going to sound weird. I'd rather live in America than living in Europe right now. Because you've got fucking guns. They are. Well, I, I think Europe, you know, it's it doesn't have much energy. But like, yeah, so um, regarding Poland, you know, like there is this concept that it's like maybe for right um, ruling in Poland. Uh, no, it's pretty much like center right. Uh, it, it's center on the right. And the other, like the largest opposing party is actually very similar. It's also center, just slightly left maybe. So like they're not that different. Um, in the rhetoric, how they talk, they are different, you know, but this leading party that should be like, it's considered like old right, maybe conservative, you know, uh, there is quite some like uh, social benefits, you know, like every child in Poland up to 18 year old uh, has money. If you if you make baby in Poland, it's not that much. They want to increase that. So it's like pretty social as well still. Uh, so no, it's not like really, really far right. But um well, if you if you watch the media, it does feel like this. Uh, but don't, don't, don't. I'm gonna Bruce. Did you hear that? We're gonna have to get Finn to put that. If you make a baby in there in Poland, they're like don't, don't, don't. Yeah, they pay, you, they pay you money. So it was uh, they introduced it like five years ago or more, which was like a hundred pounds a month. Every child gets up to eighteen year old, right? And now they're gonna increase it to hundred sixty pounds, something like that. Because it's very little now because of the of the inflation, uh, but they they try to stimulate because no one makes babies, right? So that's the problem. The demography, the demography changed with the war because it get, they get uh, uh, big immigration from from Ukraine. But the problem with Europe is like I I feel there is like no innovation. Like I mean, there is no uh, desire to to start the business in US. You always they even have this program in, in the TV, CNBC make it, where someone tried to fucking make ice creams. You know, that, that doesn't really happen that much in Europe. Um, like, people just want to get a job and and flat, and and that's it. A flat, a flat, I love that one, a flat. I mean, Don, like, let's get back on topic for one second, because I know your time is precious. I know you'll be leaving us, like, eventually. Right. What about Stargaze uh, implementing this, like, uh, traffic light, like, uh, you know, green, amber, and red, like, uh, warning on collections? Like, say, like, clowns might be red, like a red light, you know? Uh, say, like, fins, like, tracks might be an amber warning, and then, like, block cuties or whatever that shit or whatever's going on is, like, you know, the green light. Like there needs to be a code of conduct. Like they can't just decide uh, like censor this, but not that. Because I'm gonna say this on a recorded space, uh, Maria. Right, I'm just saying this. If I was putting my kid on Stargaze and trying to teach my ten year old daughter to use blockchain and Stargaze, I wouldn't want uh, my daughter seeing Maria's fucking pictures. The ones with the chains and the this and the that and the oh, okay, and, okay. Right. Uh, I, right. I was actually talking talking about this to to rama the other day okay um so 
um yeah by the way i'm 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 in the car with my friend now um but so i, I just want to address those clowns uh, quickly before you know there was like one person complaining and the the stargaze is like um yeah the stargaze can do whatever they want but the standards what is harmful and what's not changed in the in the recent years i think right so um it, it's funny that you are warned of sensitive content and you open as just the picture of the clown so um it's uh i think it adds and it's it's quite funny but i was i was actually complaining to ram a few days ago and i really like maria right so that needs to be she's a very nice girl and she's trying to make money i i think the nfts is her first main major job so like i didn't um, donna didn't I, say I think it. You, wait, wait, I, no, I, no no hey, no don't wait i didn't say that what i said is like she's had some snm stuff some BDSM. Yeah, so 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 I'm getting to this. So I I think you know like the 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 language that you use, uh, uh might be not right. But I was saying to to Rama that uh, essentially all of the women collections, the women empowerment is like the pictures of a soft porn, like which is quite funny, like because you you uh and it's everywhere. It's like on Polygon everywhere now. I don't know why it's going, and you go like and you know collection made for a woman and you open this and there is like uh you know uh the sexy underwear sexy tights <laughs> and in the background is like the woman standing in public you know and like like looking like a stripper and all of the nfts are like this now like massive cleavage like you know the boobs at least size d all of the nfts are like this um which i mean yeah like do this but it's pretty funny that it's like standing for like women empowerment you know because women do not like look like this in real life but all of them are in fucking bra in sexy swimwear in like massive boobs you know uh yeah. it's and it's like seriously so i i i did was saying to this i just i'm not sure like don't don don, don, don wait don do you acknowledge there is an element of hypocrisy with this whole thing yeah yeah of course because i i mean like you cannot block it it's the internet but it, and it and it's changing it's changing over time because 2 years ago the empowering women nft wasn't exactly like this and each collection is like more more the breast size a little bigger, you know, maybe, maybe next one, a little bit camel toe because it's like woman. Sometimes uh, woman has camel toe. Let's introduce the camel toe. You it know? reminds me. Have the you seen a little gone. bit smaller, the ass slightly bigger, slightly puffy, the lips bigger, more red, you know, don't, how don't about the, seen the movie? Out? Don't have you seen weird science? Have you seen the movie weird science, right? And, and and it works like because I want to say it works because you know like the like I don't understand men because I think it's mainly actually men buying this collection trying to so yeah yeah I support your fight for the woman oh yeah but for me for example you know I'm not so much into this because I don't want to like hold the half naked drawings in my as my NFT you know if I want to. And I'm not into soft porn, you know. If I want to see the porn, I will go to Pornhub or anything else, and I will watch absolutely disgusting hardcore, you know, because that's like the the the, the NFT half naked drawings doesn't necessarily make me hard, right? Um, 
but maybe some people are into this, but I, I totally get your point. It's like absolute sexualization of women in the NFTs. And 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 that works. Like you go to you go to Polygon and it's like every woman NFT is like boobs, boobs ass underwear, boobs ass underwear. And it's like uh yeah, like and and they and each collection is more, more. Well, the hard, the, I mean, they had a collection. I mean, they had a collection like Victoria's Secrets. Now, all power tier, but like, you know, which, like, which, which end of the fucking, like, trampoline are you on? Because it's like, you can't play both sides. You can't be like, oh, it's going to be this way, but, oh, then we're going to do this. You, you can't. You can't do what you're doing. Yeah. Don, I'm hearing you so fucking much right now. Because so, so, so yeah, like and and now, uh, so sorry to stop you because I have maybe like ten minutes more, right? But um, so yeah, like uh, you get the you get the collection censored for the descriptions, and I understand that some people might feel the the Jewish nose is offensive description, right? But it's caricature, you know. That's like that function in the comics world, and and some of the words are like truly offensive. I agree with that. Um. But you censor the words, right? And you censor the, the the caricature pictures that doesn't display really like sexuality that much. Um, but you can go and see the NFTs where the penis hangs between the legs, and it's fine because it's funny because that's the yeah the penis hangs is cool. It's it's edgy. It's edgy this time, you know. Like, don't dare to make fun of someone's race of someone background someone behavior but if you want to bring a penis that's fun that's that's great you being edgy you know if you if you want to bring half naked women that's great let's empower them you know and yeah they're like i i get your point um and i i think talking about this is is worth uh, isn't, but, isn't it right don't isn't it right sorry and i do have one question to ask you before you do go but isn't it right what Biban said is that she reserves the right to be offended that someone is offended that she finds something funny? And the fact she said, like, okay, I, I am going to be permanently offended at what I consider, like, non-jokes, like, in the future. Like, it's like how, uh, see, humour is entirely subjective without a shadow of a doubt. There's no objectivity you can ever bring into humour, uh, apart from an observational aspect of, of real-world events, right? Like, Bayban's is like, wait a minute, wait a minute. So if you're getting offended, because she's really upset that like people always pick on her, like, this is the weird thing. That we're a, s a bunch of six people, right? There's one woman, and everybody wants to go and target Bayban's every time. Some, every time there's some Rack FM controversy, None of us get DMs, just her, and we're like, we can't cope with it, and neither can she. She's at the point now where she's like, this is a joke, and it is actually, guys. And, and honestly, I, I'll, I could go down bigger rabbit holes, right? But we won't. All I'll say is, like, she, right, if she wants to post clowns, right, she's got the right to be, like, offended that someone is offended at her liking something. And so, therefore, we create the vicious circle. It's a snake, right? It's a snake in the tail, right? 
Yeah, I understand that because, you know, when I look at the clouds, you know, I feel maybe maybe some things could not be there, you know, because it's very difficult. And I heard the words in the past, you know, you need to try to be goofy and silly, but don't be nasty. Right. So, um, you know, I, I uh, hope Don, it's not Don, there's nothing, Don, there's nothing nasty about the clowns. I'm yeah, fucking so, sitting so here right I'm, now. I'm, I'm telling people. This and I think it's, it's very... It is it is goofy, you know, because some some names, maybe some names could be different because, um, you know, some people get offended that there is thread of the hair and the hair is called essentially just the female wig um, or something like this. So maybe it could like, but the, the perspective would be very different if you name it like uh, hair or she slash hair, right? So. Uh, but there is nothing illegal, you know, in this collection, there is nothing that's illegal. You know, some signs are illegal. So, for example. Well, Bruce, did we lose Don or is he still here? I can't hear Don. Have of that. So clowns doesn't have anything that's illegal in them, right? They have caricature. They have a lot of caricature. And it's also not that I think they try to aim at any side. Okay, like they try to be like a more like, uh, you know, uh, funny. They 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 they're surely ugly, but yeah, like uh, I think it's fair discussion. Don, like this this Don. one is censored, but should half naked woman be censored on Stargaze or not? Don, you know, Don Don, you know Top Gear, you know Top Gear, the British show, the driving show, you know Clarkson and them, you know when they went to Mexico and like they fucking got in World War Three with the Mexicans, like. It's a little bit the clowns remind me of Top Gear. No one is being harmed. Nobody is being subject to ab abuse. If you don't want to watch it, you don't have to. But the, for those that do, it's hilarious. Like the very fact that some of us are laughing, like an, a big mind, a big quantity of us are laughing. It's not, I mean, it's like 95% of people are laughing and 5% are not. I think the very fact that the 95, I'd prefer a world where 95% of us laughed at something, right? That's all I'm saying. Oh, Soy, look at Soy, the man of the moment. Soy, we talked about you earlier, but uh, shout out Soy for last night. Holy fuck. But uh, Dom, you haven't got long, but have you seen Top Gear? You know what I mean? Richard Hammond, when he called the Mexicans, like, it's a similar kind of vibe. It's just banter. Yeah, I, I, I haven't seen, but, you know, um, so yeah, like, um, but but getting back to the subject, uh, what what people like, what men on the internet will enjoy more? You know, it's very very strange that we like we hang out on the internet, but but I think it's more fun to trying to play with something goofy and some silly NFT. Than... Oh, I think we lost him. Uh, are we losing Don again or what? I, I've got no underwear. Are you losing me? We we were Bruce. Have you got Don or not? I, I missed him there. Have you got him? Yeah, he can take over because I will lose some of the signal. You know, so no. uh, well, Don. Back after. Don, you yeah. said a very important. You said a very important word. I want everybody in the room to listen to this tonight about clowns. Don said the word caricature. That is exactly on the fucking money. I hadn't even until he said that word. I hadn't even thought about it. 
the minute they did, I'm like, ah, yeah, that, that's exactly the word that you can use to summarise what clowns are. It's a caricature. It's a fucking joke, man. It's like, you're not done. Yeah, so that's what I'm thinking, like, um, if, if it's okay to censor, you know, I, I you know, this is just like the, the dump NFT, you know, it's not like, it's nothing important. There is no, no statement, actually, nothing. Um, but imagine that caricatures are censored. And I think like five years ago, there was like in France, some big um, thing because someone drew the caricature of Muhammad, right? Or something like that. And this person got slaughtered. And uh, of, like, don't want to compare, but like I'm saying caricatures are present in the society that are free. Like you can actually do caricature of anything you want. And that's not really, and it's not hate speech. That's not hate speech. I've, I've got one in my house. I've put it on Twitter before. I can take a photo of the night. I'm looking at her right now. And I'll tell you what, he drew me and the missus. So he drew... This was before Winston, actually. Is, uh, I'll have to take a I'm sure it's on Twitter already anyway. I'll repost it or retweet it. And repost. I fucking hate Elon. Retweet Elon. Are you listening? Tweet. We don't forget. Tweet. Uh, me and the missus and the dogs. The dogs look fine. There's uh, the mama and the papa and the two puppies. And then we've got Muan, the, the one that uh, we adopted as well, right? And then... Us two, I mean, my missus has got a fucking chin. It looks like she's got spunk or something dripping off her fucking chin. Her chin's that long. Honestly, I feel like it runs around Bangkok. Her chin's that fucking, like, caricatures, man. They are just, like, fun, like, entertainment value. Like, I don't know, like, like a postcard or whatever. Like, like, why are people getting so angry? I, Don, I know you haven't got long, but what would you, if you had one message, Don, before we bring try to bring some more people in and say Patrick's here as well. Shout out Patrick the chat. Don't give one message to mankind, humankind, like how we should uh, treat one another and what it's going to take for us to just get along, be successful. Give us your little pitch, Don. Come on, inspire us, you cunt. Nah, did we lose Don? Holy fuck. No way, Bruce. Bruce? He's out. What happened He's there? Out. Did we lose Don? Yeah, things we had to do his little things. You almost got him. Bruce, is it me or are we getting rogued? Wait a minute. Brucey, are you there? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, can you hear me? Anybody, Patrick? Yeah, I I can hear both of you. Someone has to pay the Wi-Fi bill over at Twitter. I don't know what's going on. Is is Don still still here? Is Don still here? He's gone from my screen. Is Don still here or not? Uh, no, Don, Don's gone for sure. Is Bruce still here? Brucey? I, I hear Brucey. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I'm still I here. I can't hear Brucey. will have to jump down. Brucey, jump down. Come back in, son. How's it going there, Patrick? Is it all right, son, or what? All's going good, man. It's, it's a good morning. I got a puppy. So that's uh, she's around 10 o'clock in the morning and around 3 o'clock in the afternoon. She becomes a little bit of a terrorist in the house, which is uh, always good. But uh, how, how, old? That, how old? How old? How old? Like we're talking like twelve weeks. So this uh, this little rascal is uh, she's pretty cute though. She's pretty cute. 
I'm not going to lie to you, bro. I've been making a bit of a thesis on this shit uh, for a while uh, with dogs because obviously I've been fucking the grey skull of fucking dogs lately, but they, and I'm going to be honest with everybody in the room, the difference between when you breed your dog, right, or you're on puppy and you have it in your hand from day one compared to when you get them at 12 weeks, Patrick, there is a huge fucking gulf and difference in, like, like, I know a lot of people didn't breed shit, but if you ever get the opportunity, I'm just saying, when you get one at 12 weeks, it's great. You can train them. You can, like, the fantastic dogs, your pets for life. It's like 99.9% .9 the world do this. But holy fuck, bro, raising them from day one is like a different ball game, bro. I'm telling you. I, I couldn't imagine, honestly. Well, I, I'm in like a 600 square foot apartment, so I don't think. Uh... Like my girlfriend has uh, has a bunch of plants and it's pretty much a jungle in here already. But now we have a dog. I couldn't imagine breeding these things. Holy, don't have enough space for that, unfortunately. I mean, I'm I'm kind of lucky at a house. And by the way, this wasn't planned. Like I've I've never br I've bred uh, chipmunks and that before. Like I mean, I've had fish, fucking birds. Like trust me, I'm a proper doctor do little. Like you wouldn't believe it. Like sugar gliders, <laughs> everything. How, how do you how do you breed chipmunks? How do you catch chipmunks? I tell you what, they were funny <laughs> motherfuckers. So, so chipmunks, like the thing is about chipmunks, there's a secret to them. Here's um, uh, these are Siberian uh, chipmunks, Patrick, not the traditional North American chipmunks. Yeah, these are like the little smaller Siberian ones. The thing is, there's crack cocaine uh, to a chipmunk. It's called a hazelnut. And hazelnuts, if you know, they're encased in like a hard fucking shell. Like hazelnuts are not easy to get into. And there's a little like rattle. And like, so you can kind of like play games with uh, Siberian chip. Like, I used to walk around my village back in England, way back in the day, like late 90s, early 2000s. And I had uh, the big bull mastiff, Delta, like 69 kilogram bull mastiff. Yeah, proper, like really original, proper OG dog. And I had the little two chipmunks, bro, just sitting on me. Like, I've, I've actually got a, even in Thailand, I've got, like, uh, photos and that and videos of, like, me with the uh, sugar gliders. Because, like, they're pretty, you go from something like chipmunks to sugar gliders, it's not really that much of an adoption. It's, like, quite an easy transition. But, like, bro, I used to walk around England, and they used to, like, just hop off my shoulder, up the tree, and I could just rattle a hazelnut. That's all I had to do was have the hazelnut me and just rattle it. They could hear it, bang, they'd be fucking straight back on my shoulder and then just walk on like, like, animals, man, I didn't even know, like, this is a weird thing. You need to get animals as young as you can. And like, I, I agree, like, obviously, you can never let a puppy go until like 12 weeks until I've had the shots, etc. you know what I mean? You didn't want to be fucking dealing with parvo and shit like that that I've had to deal with. But breeding, uh, what what do we breed now? Three bangos, right? So while I've been in Thailand the last like six years, I've bred three uh, kids. Uh, that, by the way, that's all the litter was. By the, uh, there were some dead ones. The mother ate them straight away. Bye bye. We had two the first litter. We had one in Winston. One the second litter. I mean that's way enough, isn't it? But to get, I mean, his mother had no milk. You know, she'd only been ten months since she had the. It's our fault. She'd only been ten months since she had the uh, twins. And then she had Winston, so no milk, fucking hell, bro. I hand-fed him, brought him up from, like, day one, like, literally slept on the floor with him. Like, like literally, he's probably never been... 
think I've only been away from him like about fucking three days in my life. Like it's uh, it's really different. I've got to say, the mother and the father, my relationship with them, and they're the same breed, blah blah. So, you know, DNA completely different to the kids that we actually had and brought up. That that it's that's I couldn't even compare them. The, the relationship between them is incomparable between when you get them at 12 weeks and then when you bring them up from birth, it's ridiculous. That's pretty insane. Um, yeah, I, I don't really have that much experience. We, we have a, so I live in a, a three unit apartment. It's kind of like a townhouse type type of thing here. But uh, behind our, our little apartment complex, we have like this crackhead that uh, he tames raccoons. So he tames these raccoons he takes care of them and he also tames like bumblebees or something he like ties um like dental floss around them and like walks around with it but it's it's pretty interesting it's i for some i'm I'm the only male in this apartment complex so i get like a text and i'm supposed to go scare him away with my masculine figure you know so it's uh it's, it's pretty interesting situation back there but that's my only experience with anything outside of dogs and cats Parig, I've got to tell you this, and I've said this many times on a space before, and Gaines will come in hopefully here. I think maybe a few other boys will know what I mean, but I, I, this is something that like people's going to disagree with, and that's going to be controversial. But like masculinity, and you know, people like you, you, you people talk about like weapons and guns and blah blah blah. You give a man, it doesn't matter like how big or how small like the man is. Give a man a big dog, right? The man can, like, manage the dog. Like, it doesn't matter how big or how small you are. Put yourself in front of any crowd or people. Like, I've proven this theory so many times. Me and my dogs, when I've got them on the lead, and, like, maybe there's, like, a bunch of people or there's people giving me, being, giving me shit or, like, like, trust me, ain't nobody wanting that shit. Like, ah. Uh, I am of the, I have said this for a long time, listen, guns are good, but like you're going to have to pull that out your belt and fire. And you know what? It's probably going to take about like four shots before you actually like put a dog down, but the dog will be on you before you've even got like, if, you, if you've got one shot off, that's good, but that ain't going to stop the dog. The dog, the dog, like if it's a proper, like a real like guard dog and an attack dog that mine are, I've said this a lot, like, I get wrong from people for saying my dogs are security first and foremost and the pet second. And and it never leaves my mind, Patrick, ever that mind, by the way. Okay, let, let me paint you a picture here. So, like, I'm probably one 185 soaking wet. I have the uh, physical presence of maybe, like, a milk bag. And my dog is a miniature golden doodle. So, uh... <laughs> So I don't know how much protection uh, that she's going to give me, but uh, she's very cute, though. Aren't she a little cute? Bro, man's, man's relationship with dogs is uh, underestimated a lot of the time. Like, uh, I'm an addict for what we call uh, ratting videos, you know, where they send, like, the Patadale Terriers and the Jack Russells and that, like, in for the rats. Like, I love watching dogs kill rats. Like, I, I, it's me hobby in the spare time. Like, I know I'm a freak. But like it doesn't matter about the dog i think it's the connection like between like the knee pet in the world is ever 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 gonna bring you like give you that feeling like of wholesomeness but no no my dogs are the the weapon they are the tip of the spear like and i'm 
quite happy to make sure that they like regard themselves like that. So like any delivery guy, they'll go mad for and they'll never like check their behavior. Anytime the workmen come in, like I'll never check their behavior. Like that's what they're there to do, you know? Yeah, I know. What you're saying, I mean, I've uh, I've had bigger dogs growing up, so I've uh, myself. I had three in my life, but it was it was more of my parents' dogs. But uh, Bernese Mountain Dog, a big one there, and then she had a Pyrenees. But uh, I don't have enough space for a big dog, unfortunately. I reckon I've been, uh, I've been doing a lot of work. I've been doing a lot of research on like the because like I'm thinking about later life, you know. Uh, I mean, Winston's just hit four, his mum's six, and I'm, like, thinking about the future, and I, I've become obsessed with, like, uh, Central Asian shepherds, uh, alibis, like, these gigantic fucking, like, uh, kind of, like, what is it, like, uh, West Asian kind of dogs that you'll see, like, in, like, you'll see some mad shit in the Pyrenees and that there's some giant, they call them uh, livestock guardian dogs, so isn't it LGDs, isn't it? Livestock Guardian Dogs are LGDs. There's some insane fucking shit. At, at the minute, the peak or the peak or fucking top of like dogs, I think, is either like obviously this fucking 10x bully shit that's going on, but I'm not even going to go there. Real like professional like dog handlers, like people like me, we're, we're either looking at like Belgian Malinois because they're interesting as fuck. If you, you know, if you're a dog person, you're really into shit. Like, Belgian Malinois are like, oh, I've got to get one of those. But these, these like Central Asian, like I say, Central Asian shepherds, uh, the alibis, the Kangals, like the huge, like the Turkish farming dogs, the livestock guardian things. I've been watching like fucking hundreds of hours on this shipment. And trust me, if I get the opportunity, and, and it's going to be a long time from now, I'm going to go there. Why wouldn't I? I'll just, I, 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 I. I think man and dog just uh, fit hand in glove and like so. Why shouldn't you? Shout out Gaines, by the way, like who had dog problems when his dog was a puppy, but his dog's like sorted itself out. So shout out Gaines, he like for fucking spending time with your man, becoming friends. Like Gaines and his dog didn't get on, you know, at first. Nah, his dog pissed him off and like they've got on, they've become friends. And like shout out Gaines, he like big shout out to me, fucking friend there. Like I love that shit. Anyway, Patrick, sorry, dude. Yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty lucky. I uh, with the the health stuff. My my stepmom's a vet, so I we we get to we we get we get a little bit of break on the vet bills, but uh, she seems to be a healthy little pup. Um, did you ever figure out? We were talking about this yesterday. Did did Don mint those clowns, or did he he create that collection, or no? Don just said it was like some kid in fucking Alabama, but I mean that's fucking Don. You if you. If you go up in the nest and look at the third tweet from the left, or from the right, sorry, there's a little story about uh, a little cap recap of what Don told us about the artist. So it's a little guy, a little dude called Jason, and he's just uh, he's he, he's just in a pursuit of of pure autistic expression. So. Yeah, basically, if you mint or buy buy clowns on the secondary, you you're just supporting this little guy's quest for artistic freedom. Right. So how I'm bad can big, it be, right? Yeah, I'm not a big NFT collector myself, so I need to uh, I need to get back into the NFT game and start scavenging around. Don't don't see it as don't see it as collecting NFTs. Most see it as you know, 
you can see it either as hand feeding devs at the petting zoo or supporting human beings in their quest for economical freedom right but but it's not your it's not your economical freedom they're, they're pursuing remember that yeah, no. Well, I I just collect them because it's fun. I don't really go for uh, I don't trade them or anything like that. So uh, it's, it's well, I, I just like the concept. It's it's interesting. Well, Parik, enjoy Kosovo. Let me tell you what we are about to drop on Stargaze, guys. I'll tell you what. I think what we have is that powerful that Stargaze are going to give us a featured slot, uh, a featured spot, a featured spot for every single from here on in because I, I mean listen track two is going to drop next week i'm now having these conversations like i did earlier at the beginning about track three and i'm like finn do you want to go there like holy fuck guys i'm not shitting yet what is it about here and i've got a feeling that ambedo is gonna like thing is i've heard finn's track right this is track three ambedo's only working on fucking the art for track two I don't even want to think what's going to happen, but just all I'm saying is just get ready, people. Like, please, there can't be any salt in this industry because you're about to witness like annihilation beyond belief. And I'm, I'm not bigging Finn up, and I'm not going to say what Ambedo is going to do in between. But holy fuck, get ready! I've lost my microphone anyway. Bruce, take over. Bruce, take over for a while. I. I, I... When I mentioned that yesterday, actually, I, I think I listened to the song about four or five times yesterday, if I'm being completely honest with you. I was doing paperwork. I just turned on t- turned on Stargaze. I got Stargaze radio playing Rock FM. I got the experience the euphoric sensations of Rock FM while doing my paperwork. It was, uh, it was a beautiful day. Dude, that's exactly what we want to hear. Because, like, the thing is, especially about that track, the minute it drops, you know, you hear the intro, and then Finn is like, you know, picking pockets, osmosis, down only prognosis. The minute it clicks, you go, oh, fuck, okay. And then you listen, and then you start to get the lyrics, and then, yeah, Patrick, two or three times, and you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> no, it, it, was, it was an all-time moment for me. Uh, it was my first collection of uh, music NFTs, so, so it, was, uh, it was quite the experience, let's just say that. So a week ago, and by the way, shout out Eric down there who's doing legendary things. Shout out Alex, right? Dr. Bitcoin. Uh, Ollie has come up. Shout out Soy for last night. Kit, what a legend. The Solana Queen. Potterboro, we all see is down there, man. Anyone come up, you know? Bro, like, I am, I am a bit worried right now. Right? I'm not going to lie. Because people came after us last week and tried to cancel us. And, uh, you know, I managed it. The, the, you know, Bruce and them are like, Robo, you're on your own. And I'm like, fair play. I said it. I'm, I'm on my own. I get it. And then Finn, like, because it's been, this has been going on for months, by the way. This, like, comes down to, like, what we call, like, probably, like, grifters. So, like, oh, Bruce, where do we start about, like, Finn being, like, Fucking a weed expert, and it's really difficult, guys. It's sorry, bro. It's really difficult to explain, right? Listen, guys. Finn knows a con man when it comes to weed, right? He's he's worked in labs. He's been a technician, like like literally. When it comes to weed, none of us gonna argue with Finn, right? So therefore, when he sees somebody that's grifting, and he's like, "Hey, have you seen this?" Then when we did some diving, 
This is after, by the way, after, you know, they tried to cancel us. We did some diving and we find out, oh, well, he have been grifting in Web 2. Holy fuck. And so Finn's rewritten this song. And it's taken me a, a little bit to like get you. Like I'm saying, I'm, I'm a bit shocked. Can you tell, Bruce, or not tonight? I'm, I'm, I've listened like 20 times a day and I'm like, did Finn go there? I'm, I'm str- I've, I've DM'd him saying, bro, are you sure? Like, are we going to go there? So, like, do you know what I'm talking about, Bruce, or not? I know what you're talking about, man. And first, first, first time I heard it, I also got a little, got a little shook. But then on the second hand, man, it's music. It's part of the industry. It's part of the culture, right? That's how you do it in that industry. I don't know how Web3 is going to receive it. But if it was just another rapper or another musician getting dissed, right? It was just another fucking track. But it's like the culmination of these two spaces that is going to be exciting. And I completely get it. It's fucking brutal. It's fucking brutal. But it's honest. And like, I'm just happy that the audience is broader now for Finn because it's just been a close little discord where we've been listening to Finn fucking destroying this guy. So yeah, um, it's going to be fun for the masses to receive it. But I'm excited. What, what team are we talking about? Or do I have to wait? Do I have to wait for the next music? Uh, no, no, no. You we're just have to fucking mint the NFT, man. We're talking about Owlies. We're talking about Stardust. We're talking about Branch. We're talking about the O-Token. We're talking about the whole scam situation. We're talking actually in depth about Wild Dev that like 95% of the Stargaze community is going to wank them off. But like the 5% that know what he's done in the background and who he's ripped off and what projects he's walked away from in his own projects. Like, honestly, I have to say this, and this might be out of touch right now and out of turn. Like, literally, is Stargaze, uh, Wild Dev, sorry, the only fucking dev on Stargaze? Or am I missing something? Like, why the fucking adulation? Why the fucking wanking over this fucking Sri Lankan sweatshop fucking cunt that's like scammed like five projects and walked away from his own? Like, oh, just because he did this for that project. I, you know why he did? No, you know why he did that for that project? Because he was getting paid the most at the time. The guy has fucking flip footed, flip flopped right from one project to a fucking another. And he's only worked on them that are going to pay him and pay him like well or more than the others. But he's taken my, I'll tell you what, that fucking shithouse, the whole thing, Wolfman, Owl, and they've just dropped another collection. Like, and you could pay for it in Stardust. Oh my God, what an embarrassment. We've been laughing our heads off. Is that the Stardust you got through the stream swap? Yeah, where you swap your USDC, right? Your valuable currency for fucking fuck all you stupid cunt and the nfts were shitting anyway i'll tell you what i'm glad earlier a minute ago i was like oh finn's went there i this is the jekyll to robo's hide finn has went there and i'll tell you what he's going to come and butcher your man's soul and you know what it's on stargaze on the open minter in fucking what 13 days watch out people i can't wait for this shit me this owl cunt and and you know something we know all about is real life we're like web two business oh my god wolf wolf you tried to cancel right fm is that what you did wolf with indigo who finn thinks is your alt i don't know by the way 
I think it's your lackey. I said this the other day, right? Are you listening? Are you listening, Wolf? Because well, you're going to listen to replay. I hope you fucking listen to this one. Listen, dude, you are done. You are fucking done. Finn, and Ambedo's not even started yet, man. He's on Tony Montana. When Ambedo gets working on your, like, oh, man, dude. The dude, just get off the internet. Go and buy a caravan. Go and live in Wyoming off the grid and then touch the internet again your life is over bro that cunt trying to cancel rack fm fuck off sorry bruce sorry parry uh, i met with him last week actually uh, he wanted to use jackal to to store the media assets associated with this project actually so uh, i i had i had a run in with that team which was interesting to say the least but um well if they want to store data we'll they can store data on Jackal. Hey, uh, Parik, why is Jackal so hot right now? I'll tell you what, people are talking to me in the DMs, like, Jackal's a hot project right now. Like, people's go mad about it. You have just worked quietly in the background. You went through all the shit you did in the early stages, and now you've fucking shown your fruition for everybody to see. It's like, Parik, that's why we love you, man. That's why we're oh, y'all coming here, because, like, we're big fans of Jackal and what you went through, bro. Congratulations. Yeah. Well, at the end of the day, it's it's pretty it's pretty simple, right? It's it's just the protocol has its own business. It's the protocol's worth as much data it stores. It's eight dollars a month per terabyte, and if there's more data, then it's worth more money. If it's not having a lot of data stored, then it's not worth as much money. It's it's pretty simple. There's no crazy economics associated with the protocol, and it just does awesome things associated with. Privacy, security, all that good stuff. You know, Patrick, I didn't mean to sound aggressive at times. The the rhetoric uh, does come out, obviously, on spaces. People know what it's like for fucking entertainment value. But actually, you know, this, this really offended me that something that was like a common joke between me and someone else just got blown out of like entire proportions. And I mean, it's not affected us. I've got to be honest, like the follower count's gone up and blah, blah, blah. My personal follower count's gone down dramatically. But putting that aside, it's like, it's not about me, it's about Rack FM. Uh, to, to take something out of like, you know, context, like really take it out of context, manipulate it, and then think you can use it for your own good to make yourself look clever. You should never do that. Like, I would never take something that you guys said and then, like, twist it or, like, it's out of context and then, like, go and DM someone and say, like, oh, this person said this. Like, that is just wrong. That person that wanted to twist the thing should have just come up as a speaker and said, well, what about this? In my opinion, like, that's what we do. I thought I thought we'd come up and sport to one another. I didn't think we acted like little bitches in the background, like trying to shit stir. Sorry, I, like I didn't think that's what like Web three was about. I I I I don't really know the context of what you're saying, but uh, yeah, no, it sounds it sounds like a, like a good core principle to have. If if there's an issue, just it's all open source technology. It's all built right in the open, so it's always great to just go directly to people. Isn't that what spaces are built out? And I mean, I've recorded this tonight for a reason. Isn't that what spaces are built out for a reason? Like, like, like this for this purpose, right? Like, like open source, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not open source, but it's it's a good place to just have dialogue and and just kind of 
talk about specific things going on, whether that's uh, NFT projects, whether that's L1 protocols, other things that are just associated with community building, all that good stuff. See, I might as well go, right? Okay, okay, here we go. Rama's here. So for Uncle Rama, for Uncle Roo, right out there in Australia, uh, basically there's been banter with Owlies for 18 months, right? Racks came out, Owlies came out, same time. Yeah, I, I respect some of the stuff they've done. You know, the vault and blah, blah. I, like, l- l- I'm not going to cast shade, but, you know, one of the things that like really irritated or became an irritation, like for certain people, like I say, you know, Wolfman's Web 2 weed business. Yeah, we said earlier about Finn, blah, blah. You know, the facts are there. Right, okay. If you like that in your Web 2 business, all right, and you're getting shit thrown on you from fucking, you know, proper like business bureaus and like professionals, like, you know, getting accreditation, like, revoked and blah, blah, blah for online advertising. Like, you can ask questions. You can say, well, why, 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 like, why did you get your fucker? Why did this happen? Like, what, you know, putting that aside, you know, 10 collections in and we're still waiting for a promised card game. Or uh, Bruce's, I haven't been paying attention. Bruce, has the card game out yet? I don't even know. Probably shit anyway. I have no fucking clue, bro. I haven't been following that. I remember Owlies minting the first time I ever went in on the Stargaze homepage. So there are ten there are ten collections right now. When I challenged him, he said, No, 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 no. And I went, Well, how many series? See, the thing is about Wolfman, is that like he might put out like uh like one collection, but there'll be like three or two or three series in that collection, right? And then, I mean, you know, there's all this bragging about the vault. And then you've got this startle shit. And you've got the branch and the ooh. And the, like, how, like, there's this like Ponzi fucking circle there. And now you buy, people are buying NFTs in the stardust. I mean, if somebody can please, for the love of fucking God, come in this space and explain, explain the brokenomics of this system, I'll be really happy. But for us, six of us, and we're not plebs, and we're going to bring bigger plebs in like Rama and Ray and stuff. Like, what the fuck is going on with this fucking token, these people? They, they, like, how many NFTs do we have to see before we see again? And the floppy Don, <clears throat> I'm going to make a comment on this. You're bragging about a game where you stole someone else's IP. I wouldn't even go there. The Cosmoverse adverts at the beginning, the floppy done. I'm just saying, listen, if you've already been pumping your own fucking right IP for like 18 months, and then you're going to have to like to, to produce your game or do what you do, whatever you're doing, you pleb cunt. I didn't even give a fuck what you're doing, man, Wolf. I hope you listen to this and realize you are so inconsequential in my life, but we're going there. Right, because you're on track three, <laughs> and you're gonna get hammered, <laughs> you little prick. Literally, floppy Don, bro. What the fuck has that got to do with else? Like, you're pinching, like Don, you're stealing, like Don's IP. I didn't have Don had anything to do with it. If he did, if Don got a payment, great. I love that. We couldn't agree more. Great, Don, sell your IP. But if he didn't or whatever, like, 
where, where, where did Floppy Don come from? Owlies. Where, where's the connection? Where's the brand? And where's the like? He's fucked him. And Finn's third track. Good night, son. Bye bye. That's all I've got to say anyway. Sorry, Bruce. I'm going to go and get something to eat, Bruce. Take over, son. But don't worry. I don't know where the fuck, how the fuck I should follow your rants like that. I'm not lying, though. I'm not lying. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not saying that at, at, at all, man. But it's you're so passionate about it. And, you know, like, take over here. I'm just saying it like, how do I take over your passion, passionate and hate from... Well, dude, it doesn't take 18 months to put a card game out. Sunnyside Reapers put a card game out in, like, fucking two months. Let's, like... Literally, they're promises. But then, Robo, Robo, if the roadmap says says ten collections before the fucking card game, then you have to go through the ten collections to follow the roadmap, right? You have to complete the Ponzi. So the wrong The facts are ten collections, and they stole someone else's IP to make the only fucking game that they've been able to plebtastically put out. Fuck them! I tell you what. Anyway, I don't care. You know why? Indigo, you're going to listen to this and you're going to regret the day that you came after Rax because you know what, son? We'll give you a fucking door so bad you wish you were born a fucking mongrel. And that is the fact. Like, literally, our attack dog is Finn and we didn't need to provoke him. Like, I'm scared of what Finn has just done to Wolfman. There you are. That, that, I'm making a public statement right now and saying... I'm saying to Finn, are you sure, Finn? Like, do you want to go ahead with this? Like, that's how bad this is, so just get ready. I think you should start making a list named Banned by Proxy. Do you know what, bro? Crack 2. Crack 2 is a shout-out to little Gaines right down there. Tell you what, Gaines is going to love this. Gaines, Ghostface, like, Crack 2 is a, like, oh, my God, I can't wait for this Cuban shit to come out, man. He's going to be dying. Rack Montana. Like, none of you seen or heard what's about to come like this. If we, because we've got a deadline by Wednesday, right, if we get on featured, if we pull this off and this new track drops exactly the same time as the uh, open edition for Cosmos War ends, holy fuck, Gaines, I can't wait for you to hear this, man. He's going to be fucking, Gaines is going to have this in the car, like windows down, fucking cigar, just like pulling up a traffic lights in front of people, like shout out, shout out their fucking, shout out our Latino brothers there, I tell you. Can't wait for you to hear what's coming. Next Friday is a week today, Bruce, yeah? Have we only fucking launched Cosmos for three days? That's mad, that. Five days ago, right? Three, five? That's three days ago. There's going to be 10 days in between them, mate. going to be mad this journey. I said this earlier in the tweet, guys. Four days ago. Four days ago. No, no, three days. We're into the fourth day. We're ticking down on the fourth day, but we just hit three days at lunchtime. Hey, it's party time. Stargaze now between. I know there's going to be Halloween shit in Ghana, but really, how many people are going to be interested in that shit? Not many as the plebs. Between now and Christmas, we're going to have some fun on Stargaze. We're going to release some shit. Like, we're going to drop some shit. And we're just going to have fun. And we might even, like, proper, like, I think, like, I'm talking to people about their drops. Like, what we should do to reward people. Like, supporters, etc. Like, why not? We should just fucking do what we want. And, Bruce, let's have some fun for once. We're not selling you a shit token, right? No, we're not. 
We're selling fucking product. We're selling Finn's product, but yeah, you, you guys, anyway. you guys are the best builders in the space. Rock FM shipping more than half the teams right now. What's what's going on? That's an embarrassment to the space, and a huge credit to Robo, Finn, and Ambito, especially. I said, I said my piece the other night. Listen, I'm in the engine room. I pull the levers. That's all I fucking do. But everybody needs a fucking engine room, and like this is the thing that we all know our place. And that Bruce, be honest, nobody like agreed to do anything. It just kind of like happened, right? Harry Bruce will tell you this is like more natural than you can ever fucking believe. It's basically it was basically Finn just talking about his hobbies, right? And then the team just going like, why don't you fucking do something about it, man? You're brilliant. And then he became all like a little schoolgirl. Oh, I don't know. And then he made something, sent it to us, and we were fucking hysterical. We were where, over the where roof. Did all come from the art fucking competition we did, where we give like three racks away last year, right? That was fucking fun, man. Yeah, he just popped out of nowhere, man. He didn't even win the competition, right? He just he hanged he hanged around and just keep fucking creating stuff out of I don't know out of passion, I guess. If, if I now he's fucking it. done the Megalo whales. Yeah, go ahead. Finn's Canadian too, I think. He was one of the first people we uh, we talked to in the space when we joined. Uh, we started building Jocko and Secret Network in 2021, November. He was one of the first people we ever talked to, actually. Is he Canadian? I think he is. I might have just doxed him, but... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Finn's, Finn's Canadian. Is that what I heard there? No. I went around outside for a quick cigarette. Finn's yeah, I'm in, I'm, in, I'm in shock. I'll, I'll go no, double check. I'll, I'll go double check. It, it, no, it, it was one of the guys no. over at uh, Terrace Bases that was. Finn's not Canadian, 100%. I know for a fact he's not. Uh, and exactly where he was born, he's like 100% American. I'll tell you what, listen, I'm going to be honest here, because I've taught him like one-on-one. I thought, I thought I'd had a hard life, right? I've been you know, battered around, slashed and fucking stabbed to death, uh, being in prison, being in, like, solitary, being in some, like, I've, I've had a hard life, mate, like, but, like, Finn, holy fuck, like, uh, like, when I was growing up, like, I had, you know, nice parents, like, this is the weird thing, is that, like, I grew up as an evil little cunt because of my circumstances and, some shit that happened, you know, that I wasn't privy to, that I was told about. And I went mad at like eight years old. But like Finn grew up like Eminem style, like proper fucking hardcore. Like, like I had like, you know, parents that were fucking trying to take care of me, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, like my parents, like had money, could, could like Finn didn't go through this man. Finn through, went, went through fucking a, a decent upbringing, like, like he's 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 the real deal. Like this is why I think he's having his moment right now. Fucking hell, man! He's been making music since like twenty uh, two thousand seven or something. It's taken the kid fifteen fucking years to get some recognition, and now we're here, like talking about him in the space. And he's minted out like nearly eighty copies on the new Stargaze one. And, it like nearly, he's nearly penetrated like 2,000 individual wallets with all of the fucking 
music from like imagine the smell back in the day yeah so what is it now october i think it's like the 13th 14th is it the 14th yeah you know this journey started on 420 right the 20th of april 2023 we are basically like six months now into this like endeavor and where are we well we have four singles on omni dropped uh one poa you know we did the pre-rage on juno but then obviously we did the grandfather series on omni we did the fucking burn the fucking min transfer thing we dropped uh plunder which sold 40 odd copies you know compared to like now we're nearly fucking double the amount of copies of our best hour i say hour because it's rag fm records plc we're nearly like double our best-selling single right like just single sales for the public like cosmos like cosmos of all fuck that word cosmos of all we are literally nearly a double i do believe because we've got six days left i really will think this will hit 100 i hope it does just for your man if it doesn't the next one will if it's featured we're gonna well do over 100 but fucking hell doesn't he deserve it right now right here right now i see all these chads i say mr fox has come in red eyes in i say gains are still here ram is here kids it all he is he's all nothing you all know what he's put into this fucking this game this industry the hours right you can tell the work he's put in and for the best part of this like 15 years he's had no recognition and now he's getting it and now he's hitting nearly like 80 copies just on web 3 on the blockchain holy fuck i'm so excited for yeah man i mean i i, I don't know where we're going with this convo bruce like you'll have to stop me from these rants but i just mean that you know a vote for finn right and then if Finn and ambido it's not even Finn, it's ambido as well obviously the the perfect combination but like you know if Finn ambido you know nft in your wallet this it just like it should give you a good feeling you should be like i'm supporting good guys good people like this is like how it's done like this is what this ecosystem should be about people shouldn't be hiding people shouldn't be fucking shilfluencing people shouldn't be cunts People should learn to fucking sleuth on the blockchain. People should listen to people like Rama and Ray. You know, people should defend people like Patrick when they're getting attacked by fucking pleb cunts. Like, we all have a job to play. We really do. And and when you fucking realize like what your job is in Web3 and like your place and where you settle in. I think we lost them. Or is it just me? Yeah. No, I was just about to ask. We lost them. It's that Thailand internet, man. You gotta, uh, they gotta lay no, five G. I actually think it's the new, uh, it's the new voice quota they put in the app. So if you yeah. have too many, too long monologues, it will just cut you out. Because who the fuck needs that? That's bad. That's bad. But two cunts, those two devs are fucking classic. But I'm bullish on everything, <laughs> right? Because like, Ambedo could be taking all the credit himself, or Finn could be taking all the credit himself. Like, but they didn't want to. They want everything to be under the Rack FM label. And the very fact that we are kind of creating this like mad, like little record label is like, okay. I mean, we don't know what we're doing. I want everyone to know that Bruce will pack me up here. We are making this shit up as we go along, but 
giving 80 copies on Stargaze nearly, it seems to be fucking working, doesn't it? So we're not going to complain. We're going to keep doing what we're doing, right, Bruce? Absolutely, man. We can't really stop because we don't have any other fucking meaningful meaning thing full life meaning thing full thing to do in our fucking life i'm trying to speak but i am a pleb clown anyway why should we stop man? can we can we tell Sorry. can we tell them what like finn's like oh so so just so everybody knows finn's got his band camp been having a run for years that's his like thing he's bothered about that's his baby right the web 3 stuff couldn't give a fuck He's like, right, okay, bam, give 50% of the mint and Bado, blah, blah, blah. This mint, this is hilarious, this mint, we <laughs> fucking in the Discord the other day, we were like, right, it's fuck all. It's like, it's what, 120 at the minute or something like that, so it's fuck all. Right, okay, are we going to pay for the blue check mark for you? So, like, anyone who's bought Cosmosavo, I just want you all to know, anybody who bought Cosmosavo, the single, You've basically paid for Raccoon uh, or Rack FM's uh, blue check mark for the next 12 months. Because I couldn't be bothered to pay the fucking thing month on month. I'm like, oh, fuck this. Come on. Like, we'll pay this for the month. Like, the thing is, none of us are willing to put like money in, but we want to put effort in. But like, when the money is there, we want to like do something with it kind of thing. So, like, all the Omni shit. And Beto got like 50% straight away, like bang, bang, bang. And then we did stuff like we put stuff on Ethereum, Polygon, et cetera, et cetera. We've got other stuff shit going on. There's merch. <laughs> oh, I don't even want to go down the merch route. That's that. Uh, I'll tell you what, maybe this time next week, we might have a merch conversation, but that's going to be interesting. Some merch giveaways. Uh, but yeah, man, like we as a group are willing to put the effort the time and the talent etc 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 in but we are as a group holding each other accountable that we don't put any funds in because like like we need to be able to create this economy this circular economy where we can do more like with less does that make sense bruce i mean bruce you're in you know what i mean you were in the convos you know of course we don't have much man we don't have a treasury we don't have like we're trying to pay our artists as much as we can with what we have, right? And as you said, thank you for, to the people who bought Cosmo or whatever the fuck we called it for supporting us and making it possible for us to get the blue check mark. So yeah, we, we don't have much and we, we, we make it, we make it come a long way or make it go a long way. So it's I mean, a cool way, man. We fucking live in trash cans, guys. Bruce, it's recorded. We don't shy away. Uh, we have guys just paid Ambedo, Finn and I, because uh, we we did have a little pot. We've had this fucking five hundred book little pot for a long, long time. By the way, we've never done anything with it. We have just paid Ambedo three hundred bucks for the EP, and uh, hopefully a couple of other things that I can't tell you about right now. But when they come, is it going to be dead? That's all I'm going to say. So like. The crack is at the minute, is it like Ambedo, like to knock a pickup minimum is like 50 bucks. Like as a group, we're like, like, right, bro. Like we asked him, like, he's like, oh, no, 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 no. I just like, bro, okay. Like, like, we, like a 50 book payment per picture. And then, you know, whatever might come in afterwards might come in after. And then we'll figure that out. But like, we've just paid Ambedo yesterday 300 bucks for six picks. 
And then Finn's already like two tracks ahead. He's working on the fourth. And then we're going to move blockchains. I mean, I'm going to say this right now. I know this is not why people are listening in, but if you're interested in Rock FM, I'm a bit worried actually about gaining so much traction on Stargaze and then moving to like uh, Backbone Labs, whether that be on Terra or Migaloo and R. We have to do this thing for Finn. So Finn's like, no, one of them's got to go on Terra. One of them has to be on Terra. Like, you've had your Omni, you've had your Stargate. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. You know what I mean? We can't argue, can we? No, I, mean, I think it's I think it's good not to launch everything on Stargate. So not to launch everything on Omniflix. Because we are a multi-chain radio station in this space. So our products are also going to be multi-chain in some way or another but it's going to be it's going to be be imperative how you carry over the momentum you see when you build momentum in this game and this is what i'm learning with distribution and music nfts like right now on stargaze we've got traction that's why i'm pushing for a featured spot next friday hopefully we can nail this. I mean, this is us going like all in, like people don't even realize the pressure that's happening right now for us to meet because we have to be on testnet 48 hours before if you're uh, featured, right? So like we've got Wednesday deadline. There isn't even any art ready. We just started discussing the art last night because the music is finished. However, though, we will go there. We will put these hours, we will put the work in. And and let's see, Bruce, because I think momentum is going to be incredibly important. If we can carry this momentum into the second EP. Now, I'm on testnet right now. I'm going to have to tell you, there's going to have to be a discussion about this EP because the size of the file at the minute, Stargaze can't handle it. Uh, maybe in the future, this might be different, but... All I'm saying is right now is we could drop an EP on Omni. Uh, it's 439 megabytes. I've been trying to mess around with testnet the last couple of days, but I can get the sound, but not the uh, visual. Uh, I can't get both of them working together, actually. I mean, Gaines, this is like another discussion, like later, later. And I do know the limits, like to what can be done and what can't. I think it's 150, 120 or 150. But yeah, man, I, like... I, I wish people like, and I'm, I hope you do, just understand that. Holy fuck, you know these guys—they're not actually like all in it for themselves. Actually, there's very little like in it for them. They're just like culture building, being good like fucking stewards, while we're all struggling, going through fucking bear markets, and maybe having shit times or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, uh, all of us are different. You know, one day you've got money, the next minute you haven't. Some of us might be going through great times in life. Some of us might be getting shit upon. We're here for you. We are here for you, and we're gonna keep being here for you. Like, and that's that's the vibe, uh, Bruce. I've got. I've I've had this real like. How do you say like epiphany, like about Rag FM because of Cosmos of War. It's it's Cosmos of War. I'm like, do you know what? It's nothing about us. It's all about the community and about how much we can entertain these motherfuckers. Motherfuckers. We're going to corner down in Jersey. <laughs> Wait, can you explain the, the, the issue with 
with Stargaze with the file sizes. Yeah, bro. So it's on uh, Pinata, right? Uh, I, the other one, NFT storage is a fucking nightmare. So I use Pinata for uh, Stargaze, right? Is it Pinata? Yeah. And so everything was fine. Yeah, Parik, everything was fine with the last one. But this one is 439 megabytes. And at the minute on testnet, it will show like, uh, sorry, well, I'll play, I'll look, I'll hover over it. Yeah. So it's playing the sound, but there's no image. Interesting. Now, this, Parik, we've already dropped this mind on Omniflix on their uh, IFPS, right? So yeah, this yeah. is like, a, yeah. Yeah, well, we were we were speaking with um, with Stargaze a lot, and we're think we're going to we're going to start by backing up all the files. But it's it's interesting where pr- pretty much like how IPFS functions is it's a centralized server somewhere, and then that pins it to IPFS, which is like a discovery layer. It doesn't IPFS doesn't store anything. It's just like kind of has content identifiers and uses um, hash trees to just identify files. But the the interesting thing is is kind of the the redundancy associated with those files and it's a, it's a big reason why we're kind of talking with them right now but i'm I'm surprised that that stargaze can't support that large of a file because the way that it operates right now is they kind of have to create like a content delivery network because they're doing a terabyte of bandwidth like a day because there's so many media files on that website and it's actually quite performant right so they have to they they centralize that to kind of have a great user experience, but I'm I'm surprised why they can't serve it. Maybe they have limits internally because the uh, the egress charges get too expensive. It's interesting. Uh, I'd love to look, look oh, more about oh, it. Patrick, that Patrick, could you explain to us plebs? Because I'm a proper pleb, by the way. So Stargears themselves will uh like a store like the collection like metadata right but essentially like if you put like a custom contract up you you have to like kind of like point to the ipfs or whatever it is right in the contract like that's where the data is like like so stargears unlike omniflix don't hold their own data is that yeah well well stargaze kind of has to right so here's how how it works usually so in let if it's more than like a kilobyte of data which is pretty much the the same amount of data in like a tweet you can't have that much data on chain because it's not scalable and it gets too expensive that that's the issue and why you can't actually have like the nft pictures on chain so what they do is they have the metadata on chain which is just kind of like the the different things that you want to associate with the nft whether it's like the color of the hair or like the artist or things along those lines but the actual file has to be stored somewhere off-chain and have an ability to reference it on-chain. So in the metadata, it'll say, okay, this is the content identifier that's associated with this file that's sitting on IPFS or sitting on Jackal or sitting on whatever storage network you want to use. So usually what happens is the creator pays for a storage account using a visa or sometimes you can pay with tokens to Pinata or to Infura or Web3.storage. And essentially what happens there is they kind of slap the NFT media file on like an Amazon server or a Microsoft server. And then they pin it to IPFS. So it's discoverable from that like kind of discovery network. 
So the the creator pays for that. And the issue that we've noticed um, in the bear market is when the creator gives up on the project or they don't forget to like change like the credit card on file, the media file will be deleted, <laughs> right? So you still own like the token with the metadata, but you lose the file. So what Stargaze does is they actually have like their own um, kind of cluster of, of Microsoft servers to kind of create a content delivery network. So they also have like their own copy. So it's a little bit faster because um, the creator kind of like pays for usually a low account, which not much bandwidth. And then the NFT marketplace, usually it gets too expensive to use Pinata or Infura. So they kind of like get their own servers and then they create like um, kind of like their resource for the website because it'll be a lot faster than the creator's uh, Pinata account. But um, the issue with that is it's really expensive on them. Because like they're doing like a terabyte of bandwidth a day because every time someone hits the site, they have to deliver all the files. Um, so essentially what we've been doing in the NFT marketplaces we've been talking to is we want to start by kind of protecting the NFTs. So we'll just back everything up to Jackal first to make sure that if anything happens to the Microsoft server or the creator forgets to get hit by a bus or forgets to pay for the pinata um, account that they have or the inferior account that they have um, we have like a secured copy um, on the jackal protocol but the the next step obviously is actually to use jackal similar to ipfs and create kind of the ability to have that speeds that we're used to in kind of managing and in and using nfts when you go to the website and it can all be done through jackal and we've kind of created an api so we can scrape ipfs and slap it onto jackal so it references both our file identifiers and the CID associated with IPFS. I, I don't know if that answers the question, but uh, that's the direction I went. Bruce, Bruce, can you can you smell the alpha in the room or not? Smell alpha. Patrick is a fucking. He's a storage storage chat, I think it's called. But yeah, you can you can <laughs> you can hear he's a, he's 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 not a stupid dude. Better get those clowns soon, Patrick. Better get those clowns soon. I uh, know we got it. Well, we've uh, in the background, we've actually been taking. Um, so we've been backing up a lot of the NFT marketplaces and Cosmos and like other pretty much every. Can you? Uh oh. Hello, you here, Patrick? Am I back? I got a phone call. Yeah, you're back. Okay. You're back. Um, yeah, so we we pretty much we have twenty three, pretty much every. Cosmos app that has meaningful off-chain data is, is in the integration pipeline right now, but we're running out of data to store in Cosmos, believe it or not. So now it's about kind of creating outposts or using like uh, Axler GMP to get to Ethereum or get to um, Arbitrum. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're running out of you're running out of fucking stuff to store on Cosmos because the block fucking the blocks are that empty. Is that what you just said? No, and it's not because the blocks are empty. It's because we, we don't store, like, like well, people store chain state on Kive, and then we're working on an integration with Kive for, like, the blocks. But, like, for the media files, right? So, like, large files that aren't on-chain that need to be stored off-chain. So you can think of things like, for example, uh, NFT marketplaces, music NFTs, social apps. Um, you can think of backups for um, trading history on osmosis, things along those lines is, is what we've been looking to store because there's no use in 
kind of storing stuff on chain because usually the um, the archive nodes take care of that. So now it's kind of looking at different verticals that we can go down, whether that's either going to um, other ecosystems and starting to like store large off-chain files associated with those ecosystems. So whether it's uh, Arbitrum, Optimism, Base, uh, we've been looking at Avalanche, anywhere that we can get to on-chain using like a general message passing or if they're IBC enabled, it's a lot easier. I've, uh, I've actually been thinking about this in regards to my passport. Uh, it's a bit of a different like segue conversation, uh, but I might come back to it. Uh, Red Eye, hello, son. You've got your, here we go. We've got two secret fucking chavs in the space. Uh, Red Eye, hello, son. Oh, sorry. Just before we go to Red Eye, I, I got a bounce rubble. If you got to keep the space going for a couple of hours, I might, might going to catch the end of it. Anyways, it was a pleasure. Well, we'll be here until the clowns are accepted. So yeah, bro. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll take my time then. I'll see, I'll see you. I'll catch you. Thank you um, for everybody for everybody joining, man. I'll see you guys. Take care, bros. Take care. I'm I'm not having people getting cancelled. Like, listen, cancel yourself when you judge yourself, right? Like that's how it should work. You should be holding yourself accountable. We should live in a world where if you're libertarian, a true libertarian, yeah, you you don't have to hold other people accountable because they do it themselves. That's the difference in what what the world I live in. All right. I hold myself accountable. Anyway, where's uh, Red Eye? Oh, what's happening? We've lost him. Right there. Patrick. Patrick, I mean, Red Eye's a good uh, friend of the family. You obviously know him well from Secret, yeah? Yeah, no, I, I've spoken to him a few times. Uh, he's really close to the Shade guys, and uh, we're close with Carter. He was like, the first person to help us out when we arrived in Cosmos ecosystem. Yeah, Carter's one of the. the uh, we all, we all, we're all in agreement that Carter's like literally one of the smartest fucking people you ever gonna listen to. Uh, he's a big friend of the show. We are massive fans. Uh, but anyway, Red Eye, you've come in. You heard uh, Patrick talk about storage. Have you got any? input on that subject i just wanted to come up and and uh, bring up something that we talked about yesterday is that uh patrick your presentation at decentral austin in 2022 is is still my favorite presentation i've ever seen at a crypto conference like <laughs> dude i it, that that presentation is like burned into my memory it was so fucking good just wanted to yeah, is, that, is that when patrick hack on people wait a minute is that when patrick start hacking like people in the audience or what I, I didn't hack anyone it was all publicly obtainable open source information and it was legally obtainable i'm sure rama knows a lot about that as well uh it's all public it's like going to the library and opening a book and getting in trouble for that I did not hack anyone. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Uh, but it, I thought it was just so cool because you're just highlighting the like in a way that people really understood right then and there, like how how bad <laughs> security is <laughs> in, uh, yeah. in traditional uh, yeah traditional it, world. It, it's kind of why we did this, right? It, it's pretty much the the way that current like data permissions are managed inside organizations it's, it's like a centralized database and when you have like a centralized choke point of failure or an attack vector like that it's kind of very easy for the cyber criminal to know where to attack basically right and if they kind of break into they have access to the permission system they're kind of 
now have access to everything, right? So the really big reason why we wanted to create Jockle is we wanted a way to decentralize data permissions and access to data and make sure that we have like geo-redundant storage of data. So um, basically, we the beautiful thing about Jackal is the only way to gain access to those files is physically hurting someone I and mean, getting their private keys. So it's great for things like uh, ransomware backups or making sure that all your mission critical data is stored. And that's where we want to go eventually is, is start to store kind of that Web2 data specifically for uh, just mission critical stuff or kind of in the event that a system goes down, you can reload from the Jocko protocol for different use cases like that. But uh, yeah, pretty much the talk was <laughs> uh, we we kind of went to like breach password databases and we found like the plain text of, of passwords. Obviously, we redacted them, but it's a, it's a pretty jarring thing to to understand once you see it in front of yourself where you have like the mayor and the chief of police and everyone's passwords are just like sitting there in plain text and it, it kind of makes you think about the current system and how really a single choke point of failure where it's usually not even the company's fault it's the third parties that are storing passwords whether it's like my fitness pal or adobe or dropbox or something like that where if that gets leaked then you're kind of liable for everyone it's it's really sad situation the way that the Username, password system, or now you have all these attack vectors. You have usernames, passwords, phone numbers, emails. And with one of those things, you can usually turn them into another data point, whether it's a password or... Then you start to think about what's the backstop for all of this? It's just SIM cards, right? So that's why the SIM swapping thing is so rampant is because the the guardian of your entire digital life is like a middle schooler working a phone, one of those like phone booths in, in the strip mall. So if you, you you can buy them off of the junior chicken, you can pretty much get into anyone's online life. It's pretty scary. Yeah, I think the part that uh, maybe the reason why it's stuck in my head so easily is because like a few months after that, our uh, local county sheriff's office was hit with a ransomware attack. I was just like, wow, I wonder if this was something similar where someone's just, you know, being a little too laissez-faire about their... <laughs> There's security. It usually is. It's like people are using their work emails for accounts that are just not work associated, or even if it is work associated, and then the company that is storing that information, they do something that's not right. And then next thing you know, um, everyone's usernames, passwords, phone numbers, emails are just like sitting there in plain text on the open internet. It's scary stuff. But uh, like just basic statistics, right? It's like the global ransomware cost for year uh, per year i think is like 30 billion um like half of adults right now in the states and in north america it's like 47 percent of them have like private data hacked and leaked on the open internet um yeah it's, it's pretty pretty crazy stuff uh, i tell you what i'm not shitting you rag fm has probably got better opsec than fucking 90 percent of the app chains on fucking cosmos right now like literally i'm not going to talk about the nomic stuff but if the nomic thing wasn't a gigantic wake up and I, you know something this might sound bad i'm just going to say this if i work for nomic and i was a voice or because i am a voice that's what i do with my job i present up a voice you know but I probably like I wouldn't have wanted to be there and do that. 
I watched the Numic uh, <clears throat> presentation thinking, you know, bro, you, you, you're saying this and you've just been like, or not maybe you, but your team, you've just been like hacked to fucking death. Like, I, if I was Numic, I'm going to be honest here, guys, I would have cancelled actually. If I was Numic after what just happened, I would not have gone there. I think I think that was a very bad business decision. I'd love to hear like Rama's opinion. I know it's late for him, very late. Shout out Rama, by the way. One of the best guys in the entire fucking industry. But I I, I thought I thought in the way that Numic presented was like, oh, nothing's wrong. Trust us with your Bitcoin. And I'm like, bro. Like, are you really going there? But like, you just got to hack a death, like what you're talking about, like your pleb country. That's the, uh, that's the best part about working on open source blockchain technology is, uh, I guess, North Korea and all the terrorist groups get to check all of our math at the end of the day. So it's uh, it's pretty scary stuff. North Korea get to check out our math at the end of the day. Did you just say that, Parik? North Korea, checks, North Korea checks all our math, so uh, you got to make sure that everything's properly audited or uh, and uh, and safe, obviously, right? And it's uh, luckily Cosmos is pretty battle tested, and there's pretty good incident response. Um, it's it's pretty scary stuff, though. At the end of the day, that is weird. That is one of the most funniest things I've ever heard in my life. North Korea, get to check your math. Tariq, I've been in this game for like how long? Two and a half years, maybe three years. I've never once heard that expression. Now I have. It's a different boy. Is that home pleb? We haven't got home pleb over here, have we? <laughs> I got to go, guys, but a uh, really great chat this morning. Seriously, though, Tariq, you're a proper chat, though. We do appreciate you. And we've been here from the start with you and backing you guys up at Jackal. We'll never ever fucking no no let you guys down for what for you stood for everything we stand for. So like yeah, bro, we were in the trenches and yeah, Patrick, you're a fucking really cool guy, by the way. Thanks, boys. Take it easy. Oh, good night, bro. Don't worry. Uh, we've lost a fit. Is that home player up or not? My fucking screen's fucking up right now. Is that home player there? Nice. He he looks like he's up as a speaker, but he's shown as a listener. Never mind. I've been abandoned by every cunt, I think. Uh, that's That sounds about right. Uh, clowns. By the way, I put your hand up. Home player, are you here? Or not? Oh, no. It was Sean as a speaker for a minute. Uh, clowns. Fine, I'm just going to say this. Listen, if you're offended, fantastic. Go away in your little fucking bungalow, your little igloo, or whatever. Talk to yourself in the mirror. We're not fucking interested. This is the crack, right? I didn't give a fuck about how outraged you are over a fucking whatever you want to call it, NFT, PFP, whatever, whatever. Just didn't didn't go there. Leave people alone. Let them be do what they want. If we are think a pawn background or the Confederate flag as the American flag is funny, like as a joke, like as a, hey, that's my opinion. I didn't infringe on my rights to have an opinion, all right? Because I'll not infringe on yours. I might disagree and I might say I disagree, but hey, that's where common debate comes in. You don't try and cancel the other fucking party, the other person, do you? Of course you don't. Why, why, why would you? 
like right if you if you take government quickly very quickly before we finish take government yeah whatever it is red and blue fucking left and right whatever conservative labor whatever like one person's opinion yeah is like their opinion and the other side's opinion is obviously that but to get to some form of normality there has to be an appreciation of saying well your opinion's yours but mine's mine like that that's pretty much how fucking simple this this shit goes if you didn't like clowns you don't like them right just don't come and attack the people that are having fun that are enjoying them don't it's not your right is it like like what what divine like godly right have you got to come in and like tell me what i can think and what i can't i'm sorry like you're not me mama right you're not me papa sorry like you can't fucking just say to me robo you need to think this way because my pronouns are cisgender and fucking tobacco fucking sauce i mean literally bro if i put my pronouns as tobacco fucking sauce i right? what were you gonna say i'm a bit spicy Ooh, like fuck off you daft cunt like dinner come in this pleb last night he's got cisgender in his profile he's got pronouns they and them and his name's adam i mean you couldn't get a fucking more fucking male name could you than fucking adam like literally i ain't seen the bitches called adam before have you no no one has exactly so shut the fuck up you little fucking wormhole cunts i crawl back in your fucking hole leave us the people that like their fucking chill in the fucking hammock with a mojito a bit of ice cream maybe you know coconut ice cream obviously in Thailand. just leave us alone like we don't need you you're not warranted you're not needed in this ecosystem yeah we need people like rama and Rhea, like the autistic gonks like we love them like that's exactly what we like they keep us in check every day of our life because we're pleb cunts aye but we didn't need this walk infectious absolute fucking horseshit that you're trying to feed us this can fuck right off and this like women shit oh i mean kids down there laser back me up b-bands are back me up all day long they're pissed off they're fucking sick of the proper women that are proper working hard in this industry like jessica as well and a few others vanessa harris and a few others that taught us regularly they fucking hate this like oh women of web3 oh oh no no there's people in web3 daft cunt that's it there's no men and women there's people and then there's plebs like you the one who fucking mourn about clowns when people are just having a fucking laugh on a weekend fuck off you daft cunt i sometimes get sick of this industry but the people listening in this room that's why i'm here because i love you cunts anyway over and out rant finish from robo good night and god bless you little pleb cunts just didn't didn't let them didn't let them cancel clowns because that that's it that's that this is the fucking line right none of us are going there if you want to be a clown canceller do not fucking talk to me again go on fuck right off seriously i'm looking if you're listening and you might be a friend 
But if you want to cancel clowns, then I'm just yeast, not the kind of person I want to hang around with. I want to hang around with people who laugh at clowns. And that's just how the yin and yang of this fucking industry is working right now. And yeah, I'm going to finish off by saying this. Jacob, not Jacob who's listening. Jacob Garrigan. Hi. You can fuck off and I'll Bye bye. Picking pockets, osmosis, damn lonely prognosis Motherfuckers like to keep their bags locked, they bag holding We just rock at the omen, talk with like these implosions You net with at the bottom by the ocean gate Salty ass people, they rusty and that shit's corrosive Meanwhile, we just trying to venture in the moment Laughing at these over-emotional cats and notional When gaddy's on the rag, he's turning cosmos into Kosovo Diamond hands run around like chickens with their heads cut off Turkey gal showing them right where they supposed to go The dopes makes the poison, watch these plebs overdose Corn holdio Watch trading portfolios Watching all these clown ass peeps They doing clown ass shit Inside this clown ass ego Making clown ass bits Knob it down since day one in survival mode So come fuck around and get your clown ass kicked We ain't got no fucking idea, do we? Mimicking someone else's ideas Till we make it to the big top Then the market pops Even if we wanted to Yo, this shit ain't never gonna stop We ain't got no fucking idea, do we? Mimicking someone else's ideas Till we make it to the big top then the market pops, even if we wanted to Yo, this shit ain't never gonna stop I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to stop this conversation But as you know, I'm very respectful validator on the, on the Cosmos chain And I have 1.4 Atom from my daily reward It's 50% of my validator And you know, I usually don't like to dump on the community And there might be the bad I think I've been around long enough to know the difference Between who's influencing and who's getting grifted Getting to the point everyone is looking desperate Forgetting what it felt like to be more rested And I don't stress this terror for no domestic After living through the terror collapse we battle tested Most of us wreck with nothing left to invest with So we build the attention economy as a last-ditch effort To take back the scepter but the king ain't going out without a fight Or a final lecture so the mission is Confidential no witnesses that's the main reason the shit is hit or miss everybody came here to get rich quick and then the well dried up now they thirsty as shit it should come as no surprise in the silly biz me casa su casa but that ain't how it really is we ain't got no fucking idea do we mimicking someone else's ideas till we make it to the big top then the market pops even if we wanted to yo this shit ain't never gonna stop we ain't got no fucking idea do we mimicking someone else's ideas till we make it to the big top then the market pops, even if we wanted to Yo, this shit ain't never gonna stop The reason why you're an NFT is it's pretty clear I think everyone in the audience would, uh, would agree with me um, And soon people just DM me this It's because liquidity You think you can make more money from NFT uh, Basically speculators running up the price And essentially the core team can mint NFTs out of nowhere and dump them I mean, that's the truth. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to stop this conversation, but as you know, I'm very respected validator on the, on the Cosmos chain, and I have 1.4 Atom from my daily rewards. It's 50% of my validator. And you know, I usually don't like to dump on the community. Oh, and I see we have our friend from TerraSpace, Ben, who's gonna be recording this space. Anything compromising, the SEC might come after you and use this space as proof. We've seen it happen before. It's not a joke. 
It's a little bit of a joke that the SEC listens to these spaces. And there might be the fad. <laughs> hey, kids! It's... Yeah, buddy! It's a Joshi Nakabozo! <laughs> Spaces.